Hey everyone, welcome to We Weren't Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with high school classmates for my graduating class of Wissahickon High School in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm Brad Corbett, class of 2001. Thanks again to Pat Novak. Episode 218 is in the audio archives everywhere you get podcasts. Also available at youtube.com slash redshirtplayer. Someone mentioned they went back and watched the video and realized why there were wind chimes during the podcast. Because Pat did the interview outside on his porch. That nice, warm Texas weather. One of the little benefits of checking out the video, you get a little bit of context as to where some of these interviews are being conducted. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook at WWFNHS and on Instagram at We Weren't Friends in High School. This week, my guest is one of my biggest crushes of my childhood, the third girl I ever loved, Chrissy Krause, known now as Christy Redner. Chrissy was really agreeable to do this podcast, and it's another podcast I was lucky enough to do in person here at my place. So this started coming together after my podcast with Paige Miller. And Paige and I had talked some more, and I got into some of my crushes in elementary school. And as I was talking to Paige about this one day, she asked if it would be all right if she told Chrissy about my crush. So I said, yeah, sure. And to my recollection, Chrissy told Paige to give me her number. So I assumed Chrissy was up to speed on the whole crush thing. She was not. So with that backstory out of the way, I hope you enjoy my conversation with Chrissy Krause. So you want to do like some like sound checks to make sure? Is that what you do or no? Or- yeah, very. Okay. Unofficial. Give me a sound check. Okay. I'm just going to talk a little bit. Yeah, sound great. <laughs> okay. We look a little funny and, you know. This is it. Cool. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I need my drink. Um, of course. We need drinks. It's only three o'clock in the afternoon. But. You know, um, I got to remember to look you in your eyes. This is OK. I'm going to like revert back to like such shyness, I think, and like have to look away at times. This is going to be hard. OK, so. Fun. Yeah. Go ahead. When this started, right. Sure. The idea of like doing a podcast with like people that I wasn't friends with, but also people that like I like came across. Yeah. Was really, really interesting. So, (laughs) right. I've got like, you know, the top six list, which like Lizzie was on and and Eric and and Holly and some other people and probably three others to be specific. (laughs) But but the other thing was like, oh, man, like I also thought about before calling the show, we weren't friends in high school. I thought about just calling it Awkward City. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I just thought, wow, I couldn't imagine like sitting across from crushes and (laughs) being like. So I had this crush on you. Did you know? <laughs> and I thought, how fucking awkward and somewhat self-centered, maybe. But okay. that was always like the other half of this podcast was like, how weird would it be? And up until now, really, I haven't been able to be face to face with a crush. So Oh, so I'm one of those. Oh. You're one of those. Still, right. You know you're one of those. Do I? Don't you? No. Did Paige not tell you? No, not really. She See, just said you wanted to have me on the podcast. <laughs> so I thought Paige told you that um, that you were a crush. Okay, no. let's no. try to think of. I thought of like nine different ways of how to start this. Okay, but I'm not going to do any What's of one them. Of the- <laughs> one of them was to like just start asking questions, like 
how long have you been this pretty? And you oh, know, okay. like things like that. <laughs> You're going to just make me blush but the like, time. Okay. Uh, I guess, I guess we should start there. Okay. Awkward. I city. have a funny story. So if you want to start there on that Avenue, um, one of the things I remember about you, and I think it was probably in fourth grade, fourth or fifth grade. I, uh, went home crying from school one day. All right. And you were really mean to me or something. It had to deal or with something. that. I don't remember. I mean, I just remember crying to my mom and my mom saying, you know, when boys are mean to you, it's because they have a crush on you. <laughs> Not joking. I have told that story to so many people in avenues of, uh, explaining things of, I don't know. I don't know why I would have said it, but I had to deal with somebody else being upset or this person's being so mean to me. I was like, they probably have a crush on you. That's why mom told me back in the day. And I taught you that lesson. You did. Well, I mean, you started the lesson. My mom taught it to me. But yes, it uh, originated from probably fourth grade because I'm pretty sure we had class together in fourth grade. Yeah. By the way, I remember nothing. Um, I have a really horrible memory. I pulled out my yearbook to try to like Found my Shady Grove yearbook, mm. my sixth grade, seventh. I have them all. My mom, well, my mom had them all. Put them in my basement. But uh, my husband told me it was cheating, and he, t- <laughs> and I didn't look at anything. Then, oh. Other than we, he read through a bunch of uh, seen what people wrote in my like for senior year in that yearbook, mm-hmm. and uh, he made fun of a lot of it. Him and my daughter, and there were some phone numbers in there. He actually called one, which I'm pretty sure was Pete Stampone. So, Pete, if you got a call last Saturday from 609 number, it was my husband. Did you hang up? No, it went to voicemail. Hmm. And I was like, please don't leave a voicemail. It was very weird. But, yeah, so I didn't read through any yearbooks because my husband, like, threw me under the bus immediately. He's like, it's like cheating for a test. Okay. Just, so they're sitting in my study right now. Everyone, you know, that's maybe the first time I've heard someone say that. I think everyone usually says like they couldn't wait to go through it because they want to be refreshed. But I wanted to be, but then I was sort of challenged. Out of it. Yeah. Okay. Um, my husband's like, you, you let's just, see what you got. Exactly. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Knowing right. I have horrible memory and this is going to just go awful. <laughs> but uh, that's fine. So, no, I don't remember a lot. And if it wasn't for listening to some other people's podcasts, I'm like, oh, yeah, totally forgot about that. Um. So that's why. So this is so weird to ask you about me. Yeah. Um, so when that, do you have any memory of anything after that point of, of me or just like you just remember that happening and that was it? I remember that happening and just us being in classes together and stuff like that. But okay. um, you being in theater and, you know. Okay. Yeah. So in fourth Again, grade. Again, I have a horrible memory, so. Chrissy, you are prob- you. I probably have like the most like. In Mrs. Roebuck's class, right? Yes. Okay. Mrs. Roebuck's Who class, fourth grade in Shady Grove. Yes. I have like the most definitive memory of like this. This is like what happened to me in fourth grade. Okay. <laughs> Thank God we have drinks right oh, now. Oh <laughs> my God. Um, and I purposely like never talk about you on the podcast because I never want to be able to like blow this story early. I wanted to like save it to tell this. So someone told me in fourth grade that you liked me. Okay. And I'm 10 years old, nine years old. And I'm like, whoa, what a coincidence. (laughs) I had a great vocabulary back then. So I'm like, what a coincidence. And I like saw you on the playground. Okay. And I ran after you. <laughs> Did I run away? <laughs> you ran. And you were so fast. And I couldn't catch you. And I'm just running. Like, it was like. This really didn't happen. This happened. I swear to fucking God, this happened. And we're like, do you remember the round? 
Remember the round? Yes, yeah, like the parking lot. Yeah, yeah we're like running in that that grass round, like, just- like around. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Why am I just running away? Like just. Because I was like chasing after you and like you didn't, you were like coming to this cold. You had no idea what was going on. We're just like on recess and someone's like, hey, yeah. you know, Chrissy Krause likes you. And it's like, oh, wow. And I didn't know what you do. So I just thought like you go after her or something. Like, I don't <laughs> know. Them. Yeah, you tackle him down. Like, Normal. Figure it out from there. And you just ran. And that so was. Weird. <laughs> that was. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. That's story number one. <laughs> Story number one. I used to love recess, by the way. You like think back on that. Kickball. Kickball was good. Um, Loved kickball. I love playing. Shady Grove had a really good jungle gym. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Shady Grove all yes, starting from kindergarten? from kindergarten? So I was in there in kindergarten. Yeah. I, uh, we moved to the school district when I was four. So I grew up. I was born in like Fort Washington area. Okay. And then my like Maple Glen. And then my parents moved to the house that I was in then forever. Um, that they had until I was even in college. So I didn't move much. I stayed. No backstories on that. Yeah, I was a very stable beginning, I guess you could say. But yeah, so I uh, was in Miss Aya Quinto's class, first grade. I mean, kindergarten. Okay. Um, that's where I met Paige. So she and I became friends back then hmm. um, and still good friends now. But yeah, so no, I was there the whole time. Uh, was Paige, did you have other friends as you were growing up through Shady Grove? Yeah. So Paige is, Paige I remember as like my first friend ever. Um, and still to this day, we still like, we'll talk about that, how, you know, we met in kindergarten. Um, Colleen, we met in third grade, vividly remember the first time I met her, which is really weird to remember a third grade memory, but she had this like at home perm and which was just we look back, we look back on photos and we make fun of it all the time. Her mm. mom would like perm her and her sister's hair at home. And this was like a thing. Okay. But I guess perms were big back then. I don't know. In the so 80s? she had like this curly hair thing and uh, she sat with Paige and I, and I want to say like April Haas and somebody else at our table. And it was like an instant like friendship. Okay. Um, and still friends with Colleen now. But, uh, and then she and I were always really close because we played soccer together throughout everything. But that's when I met her. Um, and everybody else, I mean, I sort of met, but they're like the two like strong ones, probably because they're s- still friends now. Right, right, I right. Think back on. Um, and then Eric Nelson was one of my also memories that I have from the first couple of years. Um, at Shady. At Shady Grove. Yeah. Was that based with, did you like hang out outside of school with any of them or? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I did like also like the brownies and like the Girl Scouts. Oh, yeah. Brownies. Wow. I actually found my sashes when I was going through finding my yearbook. Um, I, I don't know why I that. saved them. I guess maybe because I think my daughters are going to think it's cool one day that okay. maybe when they're doing it, I'm like, oh, you want to see my badges? Are you into that? Are you a nostalgic person in that <laughs> way? I, I want to be my husband like foo-foo's it all the time. He's like, why do we have these boxes down here? Just throw it out. But um. Yes, I like to go back and see photos. I like to show them to my kids. Yeah. Um, my parents, when they moved, packed stuff up. So I want to say I have like five boxes in my basement. But I also have five boxes of each of my brothers, too, because they live in California. And for some reason, everything's in my basement. I don't know if they even care. It's not worth the care. Yeah, I don't it's know. not worth One day, it. it's either going to Goodwill or trash or they have like the like baseball cards and something in there could be a value. So we'll say. Okay. But no, so I am a little nostalgic. Yes. Yeah. I like to go back and look and be like, oh, this is what I did. And I have like my trophies. 
Um, I don't know why my parents saved some of those. Some of them I care about and some I'm like, really? Who cares if you're like most likely to achieve stupid trophy from, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm just at that point now where I'm starting to throw stuff out from like 10, 15, 20 years ago. And I go, I've never looked at this. I never do anything with it. Say, I don't put it on a wall. Like, So I'm, I'm sort of like that, but I, I have the space. So I have this. I have a basement and there's room down there that I'm like, why get rid of it? Yeah. So, and there are only really some photo albums, again, some trophies, yearbooks. Um, we'll see where those get to after all of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, I keep some things, Okay. but I'm pretty good at like purging other stuff. Yeah. Um, when you got to middle school, mm -hmm. you were in C-Pod? Mm-hmm. Mr. Falatech. Of course. Which I, I think you're in our yeah, I, think you're in our I was class. in Mr. Winokur's class. Oh, okay. I remember you being in the pod. Okay, so um, my second story. Oh, oh, I forgot we had more stories. Go. This is the like what the fuck. Okay. All right. So in sixth grade, still had a huge crush. Okay. And I'm talking like like songs. Was I nice to you and stuff? No, I think so. After that happened in fourth grade, like that was like it for like me even attempting. Try I was like so embarrassed. So okay. and and to be Sorry, fair, I don't I think. And, and to be fair, in fifth grade, I don't think we even had class, right? I was with Mrs. Rogers, right? And that so had like I the was, parrots. I had a row. Yeah. And so to be fair, like how often do you even interact? Right. Yeah. But in sixth grade, we had class right next to each other. Mm -hmm. And so I used to see you and like the, the crush was like still alive. Okay. This is real. I don't know if I've told really like more than like three people this story. Okay. This is horrible for me. So I wrote a note. Okay. And for like weeks, maybe longer. Like a wrote a note to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wrote a note professing my love. My God. Are there shots? Should we be taking shots right now? Like this is <laughs> I'm joking. Continue. I'm probably like just blushing. And I, up. Am I? Mm -hmm. And I studied for weeks, like, where is your locker? Because we had like these skinny lockers. Okay. Right? In middle school. And then you had like this up above cubby hole. Okay. And there were two cubby holes. Okay. And I and I think the only way to like get this note into your locker was to put it in the up top cubby hole with had which had like the big slots. Okay. So I like, all right, which one's hers? I'm gonna put this in here. Now it didn't have my name on it, right? It's an anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is terrible. And I put it's it It's great. It I, was forever ago. So I it's put great. it in your locker. Okay. The next day, and I can't believe you don't remember this. But there's this whole, oh, my God, someone wrote a love letter to Andrew Leinbach. I put it in <laughs> the wrong locker. Do you not remember this? Not even the least bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you wrote a love letter to him. By the way, talking about those letters, like notes, everybody used to write each other. I saved all of mine in this suitcase. Every single note that was passed until maybe I went to college. Mm. And finally, my mom's like, can I throw these out, please? And I was like, well, maybe one day it'd be so much fun to sit around with friends and like look at them again. Look at them again. And I did it a couple times with like a couple random um, random times. But uh, when we had this, I was like, how much fun would it have been if I had this suitcase and we could just read the notes that we all sent to each other through middle school or whatever. But I would not have had that note because you mine. gave it to Andrew. But you would have known then. 
So did you I, write a second one or you no, just like gave it, it up? That was it. That was it. And after that, I mentally suppressed the crush <laughs> and I moved on to Adrian O'Connor. I was, I was, I had to, it was too painful. I had struck out two times. I was not a big baseball fan. I didn't want to go up for a third and that was it. I'm sorry. I had no idea. I didn't get the love letter. <laughs> I know. I know. So yeah, I've been waiting, I guess, whatever amount of years to, to tell you the story. I'm glad it finally came out. What do I feel like just like a better, a better version of me now? Good. Good. Um, did you have any other crushes that were, were you like, um, in sixth grade? I, I talk about middle school. Like I felt like it was a, I don't know, sexually charged type of environment. Sure. Um, were you like chased after by other, any other guys so, that put the note in the right locker? So, so a couple of things. So I remember like, uh, we used to play in fifth grade. We played, we constantly did like a rating of like guys and girls, like the, talk about the notes. So these are some of the notes I used to have. Um, and it was like rank these people. Mm -hmm. And I, you think back and like, I really hope my daughters don't live through this life because that is so hard. What if you're not on the list or what if I'm number 10 and I wished I was one on his list? I don't mm -hmm. know. But I remember we then went outside one recess and everybody, I don't know if it was like we play like truth or dare, but it was really only dares. Um, but this was in fifth grade. Yeah. And I remember my first kiss was James Eckert during one of those. And it wasn't even a kiss. Like mm -hmm. it was, a, I don't peck. know, like a stupid little fifth grader little, thing. Little but I do remember it. Um, and I don't remember who everybody else's were, but uh, I do remember that. And then, but still, I can't say there were like crushes back then. Like I, I don't remember any of those details. But I dated Pete Stampone for seventh and eighth grade, I okay. want to say. I don't ever really dated or more were just like really good friends that hung out. Yeah, at I was that gonna age. say, what is what is seventh, eighth grade? I just remember always being like hanging out at his house. He had a pool in his backyard. We went to all the formals together, like at all those photos. Um so I remember like those details. And then we went to ninth grade and he ditched me and started dating like older classmen, which mm -hmm. I get that too. Like if you think back on it, of course, like no, you're now not in me. high school, you're now in high school and not you're me. like, oh, I can date like upperclassmen. No. 100%. I wouldn't have done that to you. <laughs> you wouldn't have done that to me. Sorry. I chose poorly. Um, so no, I would say I was definitely uh, dating Pete most of the, again, dating uh, for like seventh and eighth grade. So I don't remember anything else. I just remember having like a lot of friends. Like, so I almost didn't even go to Wissagen for high school. I, my bro older brother, I have two brothers, older, his name's Rich, younger Eric and Rich went to LaSalle high school. So my parents gave us the choice. Um, I grew up in a neighborhood where 24 homes and only two of us went to public school. So I grew up in a that type of environment. Everybody else was in private school of some sort. Wow. Um, so my parents were like, well, what do you guys want to do? You have the choice. And Rich was already in LaSalle. He had chose to leave Wissahegan. I took the test for the Mount and Gwenin, got into both, but I had such a core group of friends. I was like, I'm not leaving them. Like, I love it there. Um, so I stayed at Wissahegan. And my younger brother, same thing. He went to LaSalle only for two years and then came back to Wissahegan. It wasn't for him. So we all sort of had like our own path. Hmm. My parents just gave us like that opportunity to do. And my best friend from my neighborhood went to the Gwynedd and friends from our country club were at the Mount. So I had friends at both places. Hmm. So 
it was, I was a little torn when I had to make the decision. I was like, oh, I could go like to either and fit in. I knew who I'd be playing sports with. And did you yeah. like, gr- you grew up with those other people though? Yeah. So like Katie DiDonato, who I know a lot of people hang out with now after high school, um, is my, still one of my best friends to this day. We met when we were four years old, neighbor, our backyard sort of match up to each other. Mm. Um, she was my wedding okay. kind of idea. So she was at the, at Gwened, um, and same with her sister. So I would have been with her there. And like, I mean, I couldn't name drop a couple of people. Like Pat Bella was at LaSalle. Ryan Parfit, who went to yeah. a second for a little bit, he then went to LaSalle. My brother was at LaSalle. Um, there were a bunch of guys at the prep. But it was only, it was a small neighborhood. But we were like, honestly, on the outskirts of town. I was closer to PW. Hmm. I don't know how I, the line is defined. Like I am, was real, I didn't, did not live close to a second. I was much closer to PW. So I was like Township oh. Line Road, Staten Avenue, yeah. right in the corner there. Um, one street over on in any direction I would have been to PW. Okay. Um, yeah, but the Gordons, Michael Gordon, Jeff Gordon, um, Emily Gordon, they were the only other neighborhood, any, only other neighbor in our neighborhood that also went to a second. Okay. So. Um, so you were far from Wizzahagan. Yeah. Were you able to like be friends? Like what were you, I guess, drive? Well, you know what though? That's a funny thing because in Ambler, um, I talk about like we just walked everywhere. Yeah. But definitely don't walk anywhere. You drive everywhere anyway. Once we got older. Yeah. I mean, Colleen was the closest that lived to me. Um, it was just like down Stanton Avenue to Wingsfield and turn. We actually rode our bikes to each other's house maybe once or twice. It was like a thing. Like it was like we thought we were really, really cool. Um, probably not the safest route with like Stanton Avenue. And then I can't think of that like other street. But we did it. There's no sidewalk. No sidewalk. Yeah. The fact that our parents let us do that. Yeah. Like, I don't think it would have happened in today's world. But I remember doing it. It was probably in high school that we did it. But um, – or maybe we walked it. I, I don't remember. It, but we were really proud of it whenever it did happen. Um, Big kid shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> but no. So when I was home, I didn't hang out with anybody for a second. And then my summers were at our country club. Um, but at the country club was like Will McBrien, Chris Gabbert. Again. Wait, you didn't hang out from any – you didn't hang out with anybody from Wizzahickon? During the summers? I mean – No, like at just – like Yeah, but I mean like – yeah, so I'd hang out with my friends. But like okay. our camp, so – I didn't like do camps. It was um, – so I belonged to Manufacturers Country Club and would play golf there. Like I started playing golf when I was seven years old. Wow. Um, my dad tried to make me go play in college, bribed me, everything. But it wasn't my thing. I wanted to play soccer. That's so, a new one. What would you say? That's a new one. Golf. Yeah. No, I started with like junior golf back in – so I've had a hole-in-one. Um, I was actually with Will McBride's dad when I got my hole-in-one. It was like a junior championship thing and hmm. he was more excited than I was. Um, so I mean, in the summer we did like camp at the club and it was, uh, golf, tennis and swimming, but there were some people from, uh, was there, but it wasn't like I did like a camp with other people and did you, yeah, like that was like my life. So yeah, it was a little more. Did you like hang out with them or was it just like, Hey, what do you mean? Like at. Yeah, like at the, like at the club. Oh yeah, we would do everything. So I mean, like, for example, I vividly remember. Will McBrien, Chris Gabbard, and I all sucked at swimming. The only reason you joined the swim team was so you could go to Hershey Park at the end of the summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you had me on the swim team to go to Hershey Park. And okay. that was what it was all about. Because it was just the lifeguards that took you. And it was so much fun. So, and that's how they got people on the swim team. Otherwise, they would have had never had any kids. Okay. 
Um, we were in like the B lane always. We sucked. We were horrible. But we just kept showing up because we wanted to go to Hershey Park. So I remember them being in those like lanes with me, like have swimming practice. Um, and then we would walk up to the tennis courts and we all had tennis class. And we'd hang out with like the tennis pros. And as girls, we all had a crush on them. Um, and and then we had golf on, in the mornings on like Friday morning or something. And you're how old at this point? Definitely middle school. Okay. And definitely. And then all through high school. Okay. Yeah. It was, um, that was just what we did during the summers. Was there golf? I knew the, so I was friends in middle school with Adam Komisak. Do you remember mm -hmm. Adam? A little bit. And Adam went to LaSalle. Okay. And Adam played golf. Mm -hmm. And so like, I always attach like that with that. And, um, I don't think there was girls golf, right? So funny you ask. Um, there was a golf team at Wissahickon. I was the only girl on it. Until then, there was another girl that came as I was leaving, like senior year. I can't oh. think of her name, but she was pretty good. Um, we had so much fun. I hated the coach. He was um, Schweighauser. Was it like beer? Big beer belly. He Science was. Teacher. He was creepy. Like he was like. That's what the everyone, comments that would come out of his mouth. I'd be like, "You've got to be kidding me!" That's like, what everyone really had happening. said. So anyway, um, it was like Kyle Spees, Drew Moyer, Will McBrien. Paul um, Gillardi. Yes, Paul. Oh, so Paul Gillardi. I played a lot with him. Um, but I had so much fun with the guys. I was the only girl, but I would play with them all the time. And we had a blast. But the challenge was, and I wrote my senior year um, project on this, mm -hmm. was Title IX, was the fact that golf is one of the only sports that's designed that women and men can compete against each other between like the red tees and the white tees. And it's designed that way. Okay. But when I played – through high school, there was no women's spot. Like every team, every high school should have had just one spot, fill it with a girl, and that was who you played. I could never technically play in any of the meets or the matches, whatever you want to call them, because I had to compete against the guys on the white tees. And naturally, I'm just not as strong. I can't hit it as far. Mm. I couldn't. So I never really got to compete much until we had um, divisional championships and championships, and then they had a girls' division. And so I always took it far in that avenue. In high school? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Um, until senior year and I played really, really bad and I quit the sport then for many years afterwards and my dad okay. is still upset about it to this day. Um, yeah, it was a Lynx course and I shot horribly and I remember my dad being there like like in the far like way and I like think I shot like 120, which I'm used to like shooting in like the 90s and I was yeah. like, I, I quit. I'm done. I think I gave my clubs and I was out. Um but yeah, so that was a lot of it. But I loved playing like practice with them. But a lot of the times I had, so I had um, Manny's, the country club, to go practice at. So and I hated, um, what did we say his coach, the coach's name was? Schweighauser. Schweighauser. Hated him, and I didn't always want to go to practice because or because I was it was demoralizing. I couldn't. Hmm. Didn't matter how well I played, I could never have competed. I tried, and so I would go to some practices. But he was totally fine for me practicing on my own. So I'd go and just play nine nine holes by myself at the club and just meet up with another guy that was there and we would just go Hang do that. Around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so golf was what I did in high school for, um, in the fall for sports. Wow. Yeah. My parents required us to, all of us had to play three sports. Wow. Yeah. So you had to do something. My dad was like, you're not coming home, go do something, but you can't get a job because I need you to do something else. That's funny because Paige talked about like always like her, I called her episode on YouTube filling all the slots because she always felt like she had to fill all the slots mm -hmm. of her time. But that was just kind of like what she wanted to do. And her parents at a young age just got her involved. But it was mandated for to you. To a degree. Um, 
I think also we all just were athletic and he's like, figure out what you want to do. So freshman year going into high school, because the sports changed, which was really annoying. So in middle school, mean? soccer, I think was in the fall, but come high school, soccer was in the spring. So what was oh. I now going to do in the, and track was in the spring. So in middle school, I did soccer, probably basketball, I would imagine soccer, basketball and track okay. and actually won the pen relays in eighth grade. Um, really? Yeah. And what? It was the four by one. So it was Krista Ramirez, Colleen, me, Colleen, and Jessica Davis. Yeah. So um, we found the pen relays. I tell people that. And they're That's like, awesome. you're not that fast. How did you do that? I'm like, I was in the slowest, the slowest leg of the run. But you're one fourth of the fastest team. Exactly. <laughs> So that's one of those trophies that I want to keep forever because yeah. it was pretty cool to say that's you won lifetime, the pen relays. Yes. I don't care if it was eighth grade. That's a lifetime achievement that like a lot of and people. And we won never... by default. <laughs> the people that actually won for some reason were disqualified. But whatever. Were they we pass still a, won. Pass a steroid test? Or? I don't remember what it was. I just remember thinking we thought we lost and then we found out we won when we were back in the stands and it was fun. Okay. So anyway, so those are the sports I did in middle school. Come high school, soccer switches and soccer was my sport. So I was like, what am I going to do in the fall now? So I started with water polo. Oh. Molly Foose was playing water polo and I think Steph Schneck. And I was like, I can do that. I had broken my ankle because I swam. Um, I had broken my ankle though the summer before mm. and with swimming, you need like strong legs. So I remember going to the first practice of water polo and that was complete disaster. <laughs> so my dad's like, we'll figure something else out because you're not coming back home. And I was like, all right. So that's when I went and joined golf. Um, and then just did that for the many other for years. The fall. Yeah. And then I had basketball always in the winter and soccer in the spring. Okay. Mm -hmm. Were you good at these other ones? <laughs> so basketball, I was really, really good on JV. And I loved the camaraderie of the basketball team. So the, mm. it was probably one of the best teams because it's a small team. You practice Saturday mornings. We all hung out by uh, the the trainer's room. Okay. Uh, somebody just told me, I can't remember the trainer's name, but like he's now back at Wissick and doing something. He was yeah. a young guy. He was like a temple student at the time. Hmm. We all loved him. And he would, I remember like having like ice on my legs all the time because of shin splints. And because uh. I would go back and forth from the soccer field to the um, gym with basketball and it just killed the, the shins. Mm. Um, but, uh, Basketball was probably one of my favorite teams, like Ann Patterson, Ashley Kreider, Jess Davis, um, Bianca Mercer. Like it was just Katie Eland. Mm -hmm. um, we just, it was just a bond. I don't know. I don't know if it's the longest season. No idea. It, uh, Katie Constable. We just had a lot of fun. So freshman year, I was the point guard, like pretty good. I, think I, I think it was, yes. Yeah. I think um, I dislocated my finger one of the years. Might have been that year. Um, but there's a story my brother tells, and it's worth telling because it just shows how ridiculous I was. I was incredibly aggressive on the basketball court. Um, and there's this one, be, right? and I remember the principal, whoever the principal was at the time, was there. Anderson. And somebody didn't let go of the ball. So it should have been a jump ball, but I literally took the girl up and body slammed her down. <laughs> it ended up being a jump ball, and I was so pissed. And they're like, you, and the girl was hurt. And they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, she didn't let go of the ball. And I like stormed off like so mad because I think I got like some horrible foul. And I was like, she should just let go of the ball and life would have been better for her. And they're like, oh, so you're just like, and I'm not an aggressive person. But yeah, like, I, I was guess just going to ask like, you know, it's funny because like I talked about like, so when I, when I get these crushes on girls, I like create a personality about them. Right. 
and I didn't know you. So it's so yeah. different. That's what's so different, like with like Anne. So you're like the third crush. Okay. Third girl I ever loved. Okay. Right? <laughs> ever loved. Ever loved. It's Anne and then Ashley McLaughlin and then you, mm-hmm. right? First grade, third grade, fourth grade. Okay. But like I kind of knew them from like yeah. Ambler and stuff and like continue to kind of see them around and, you know, family and things like that. But like you, I just knew nothing about. So I probably created this whole persona. But now I hear that you're just like body slamming motherfuckers. This on is the just court. exactly. And it was so uh, not who I am, but I guess out there I was just like, I don't know. So when I I wasn't good when I came to varsity, um, I was like either I was deaf. I never started, which was fine. Um, it was not my main sport. And was but I, talent, I played. Was like, the you know talent I mean? just that much better? Well, I mean, the, we had Ann and Jess who ran point guard, and which was what I was Same before. So why? And they were already on and varsity. And I'm sure. So if you, I'm not point guard, what am I? And then Katie Constable was there, and she was much better than me too. So, But I was the fouler. So I ended up being the person they put the in goon. to foul. <laughs> and I remember, I think his name was Mr. Kirk. I could be making it up. And like Ann's dad was always around like um, – doing like the scoreboard and stuff like that. And I remember him always making like funny comments to me, but yeah, I was definitely like sixth off the bench. All right, we need, we need something done. Go and, you know, are you a competitive person outside of basketball? I'm so competitive. (laughs) We play games with our daughter. She's Mm -hmm. six years old. She doesn't get to win. We played trouble the other day and I I ended up winning. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Sometimes she's like, why can't you just like be nice to me? I was like, you need to learn how to lose. <laughs> like, let's get past that. Um, no, I'm very competitive. And everybody, yeah. I love a good competition. Uh, I like it to be fair. And if it's not fair, I want to find a way to make it fair. Because I don't just want to like win. It's, yeah. You know, let's make it even playing field. No, I'm very competitive. In a fun way. Okay. Like, I don't get upset if I lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely. But if you're in it, you're going all in. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so basketball. That was that. And then soccer was my main sport. Okay. Yeah, by far. So that moved. I can't say I was good at soccer. I enjoyed it the most. Um, Is that because you, well, did you do all those sports though as a, like a kid kid? Like, did you do like WRA or? So my dad had us, had me, I I could say us. I did a little of every sport. So growing up, it was like, just get into it all, figure out what you like. Um, I loved soccer from the beginning. I remember Colleen's dad taught me how to kick a soccer ball and I played defense then because I ended up having a really good kick Mm. um from a young age i just remember vividly one day he just took me aside and colleen's dad was it was the head coach of lasalle high college boys team okay so he was a he he knew what he was doing yeah yeah. and colleen's mom was always our coach growing up um for every wra like you name it soccer team so her dad was at a couple games one day he taught me actually how to kick the ball and i ended up being like oh pretty good at this so i was always in defense i would always do like you know, the kicks coming out and mm. that was my thing. So I know I liked soccer, soccer from the beginning. And again, competitive, uh, but you're not too aggressive. It's not like you're out there to like fight somebody, but you have to be at least like throw your shoulder. Yes. Yeah, can you control that in soccer? Is that? Yeah. But you don't have to. So it was more in my sport. It was more in my type of thing. Um, I played baseball. I remember that or softball, I guess for girls. Um, I remember being pitcher, catcher. I remember like being on like Bethany Smith's team. I don't know if her dad was a coach or something and Colleen and Paige. Um, Like we all did all the sports together. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, I never did lacrosse because lacrosse would be with soccer. And so I remember that because I remember I was so mad when they changed the seasons 
um, going into high school because I would have probably loved to do soccer, basketball, and lacrosse, but I never had the chance because soccer mm. and lacrosse were the same time. Same time. And I was not a field hockey player. I, I don't know why, but it was like like talked so poorly about in my house. I think my dad was so against field hockey. I had no idea. Why? So it was never a choice. I don't know. Was I don't he, think he thought it was a sport. I have no idea. So you grew up with two with two brothers. Two brothers. So were you like, but you're in the middle. Mm-hmm. But as you're like in that kind of like that sweet spot where you're all very active, mm-hmm. what was it like like to have to get the attention for a girl sport? Oh, that conversation all in itself. Um, <laughs> so it was a big thing. So my, as I mentioned before, my dad, my brother was like star running back at LaSalle High School. And LaSalle High School's football team was like a big deal. Um, and there came a point in high school, I mean, get to this, when I didn't hang out with a lot of high school people and I would do more stuff with LaSalle, I would on a Friday night go to LaSalle games and not the Wissicking games, actually quite often. Um, really? Because my brother was playing for a while and then that just sort of more became my crowd. But uh, so I remember we always had to work our whole life around my older brother's football schedule. And I played soccer, granted, I played soccer every weekend but it still bothered me. And he only had maybe, what, 10 games? Mm. And that was like the argument. But my dad would never miss a game of his. And he like never came to my stuff. But my dad's like, you have so many games. And mm. he only has a couple. But I saw it different. Like we had a house up in the Poconos yeah. um, growing up. And we would go up all the time. But never if Rich had like a football game or something like that. So I remember having a lot of like, I don't know, jealousy to it. Yeah. But I think that's just. What about your younger brother? Was there. How much younger is he? He's two years. So we're all two years apart. Um, he, 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 he and I never had that. And again, I'd never actually fought for the attention. Um, Just noticed it. I would notice it. Yeah. And I probably said stuff to my dad, but I never was mad at my brother. My younger brother to me has always been like my little brother, even though he's mm. actually taller than all of us. My older brother could do anything. Whatever. My younger brother, I was more protective of. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you're saying that about Eric. And yeah. even to this day, I'm, I love my older brother <laughs> if he watches this. But I'm much more protective of my little brother. That um, makes sense. Yeah. And we're all really close. He doesn't need – your older brother doesn't need your help. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> he, growing up, I was the one that still um, paved the way for everything because I was the more outgoing one and he was really shy. Oh. So I was the first to get caught drinking, the first to – you name it. And I remember going to him once. I was like, you're older than me. What's wrong here? Like, I need you to pave the way so I'm not the one always getting in trouble. Mm. But he just, that wasn't his deal. So so when does that start, like, happening where you're getting caught drinking? So Lizzie told the first story when we all got arrested. I was part of that. Okay, you're in that group. But the part I need to tell of that one, yeah. I was the drunk one passed out upstairs where the cops went up. I vividly remember it. Cop was walking up the steps. I'm walking down. And he, I was like, oh shit. It's like one. And I think I only had three beers, but they were warm beers. <laughs> I do remember I was throwing up upstairs and passed out Gross. in one of the bedrooms. Yeah. It was horrible. I think it was warm beer, probably natty light, natty ice, like mm-hmm. whatever you get your hands on. Um, walked down the steps. I gave complete attitude. Somebody yelled at me because I refused to give them my name or something. I don't know. I just was in denial. Um, but yes, that happened. Uh, I remember I was one of the people that had the penny in my mouth. Somebody mm, – again, I'm not yeah. going to put names out there because I don't want to have tell bad stories about people. But um, I remember who gave it to me and told me like that would make a difference. <laughs> I don't think it did. Um, I remember being in the paddy wagon and yes, I'm, that's how I vividly remember it with all the girls. I do remember Lizzie being there. It's funny that Lizzie even said it. Oh, okay. Um, 
but I so you were back. drunk. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think I, she I think was I'm a sober pretty one. sure I blew a 0.08. <laughs> like I, wow, yeah. yeah. Um, my dad had to pick me up. The funny part is I got kicked off of sports. I didn't have one detention in all of high school, but yet I got kicked out of everything my sophomore year. So it's like, um, I don't know. You like I was a goody two shoes yeah. except for this one night. Yeah. Um, and that's when I left going to Wizzick and parties. So that's when I said, like, I started going to other stuff. I pulled away from like a lot of Wizzick and stuff because I knew I had to sign that contract with every sport mm-hmm. and no longer did I feel like risking it. So I was like, well, let me just go hang out with the LaSalle guys and the Gwyneth girls and the prep guys. And it's harder to get caught if you're yeah. not even with Wizzick and people. Well, you that's what we I was going to say. If you were to get caught somewhere else, like was, is what made it, what triggers Wizzick and knowing about it? Is it because everyone Honestly, gets- Honestly, what, what triggered where we all got caught- I found out later that one of the parents of the kids we were with called the school and asked, what's going to happen to our kids? They wanted your spots. That No. No, it was one of the kids who got caught with us. Oh. Asked. I don't think the school knew before this one person's oh. mo- mom called in and said, what's going to happen? And they're like, well, what do you mean? Um, and it was whipping police. And you think it probably would have gotten there. But that I was, again, through the grapevine. I have no idea if this was true or not. But- that was probably the worst year, worst uh, time of my life. Because my parents finally felt bad for me. They grounded me forever. Like I was. Worst time of your life because you got caught because you're off the team. Off was, the team. It was embarrassing. Oh, it was, um, it was more not being able to play soccer at all. And I remember going and crying. Mr. Johnson was our teacher mm-hmm. and I was really close with him. He was our math teacher in middle school. He was then our coach. Um, and it was just horrible but i remember the day i found out i got kicked off i ran across the street to his class in bawling in tears he took me aside and like like calmed me down and whatever he felt bad too like Mm. i mean you make a mistake as a kid kind of idea yeah i learned my lesson there was no question about it um well i mean i got kicked out of varsity club the good news the lesson you learned though let's be clear the lesson you learned wasn't don't get caught yeah right exactly Yeah, yeah 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 i mean I continued drinking throughout high school, but um, it was more don't get caught. So uh, I found a different way to then drink. And I was much more conscious if I went out to uh, a party, who's going to be there? How big is it? What's my out? Like, what's my strategy to get out of this if I needed to? Um, A little smarter, I guess. But I mean, my parents grounded me. I remember the one first game I went to because he had to kick me off the team, Mr. J. Um, I tried to sit on the bench. And I wasn't even allowed to sit on the bench. He had to send me to the bleachers. He felt awful. It was so, I just remember crying. And I'm not a very emotional person. Like I cry over nothing, but it was horrible. And to not be able to play your favorite sport. And it was, luckily for me, I was a sophomore. So it didn't affect me in the long run. I could, I got back into varsity club the next year. I was still captain of the soccer team moving forward. Like I was able to make up for it. Mm. It didn't affect me in the long run. So I want to ask you because, you know, you said you're not aggressive mm-hmm. and I got to tell you, you get kicked off the team and then mm-hmm. you go and you sit on the bench, mm-hmm. but you know, you're kicked off. Well, I thought I could and still you're... just hang out and I don't know, still support my teammates. That's an aggressive move. Yeah. I got sent to the bleachers. It was a half hour horsham. So funny story too. So my, be- one of my best friends who was ended up being the maid of honor in my wedding, Julie Burns, it was from half hour horsham. So remember I said I left and hung out with other people. So mm-hmm. I also went and hung out with half hour a lot. And created a sort of connection. So like Anne and Paige, not as much Colleen, would always go to parties with me with Hatborough. So I didn't really hang out with Sahikin too much yeah. when it came down to it um, in high school. 
Were you dating in high school? Oh, uh, you were obviously dating in high school. No, I don't remember dating. I what? remember asking everybody to every formal. Nobody ever asked me. Um, unless it was like a setup, like, oh, you both don't have dates. Let's just, you two go together. But I was invited to every LaSalle formal and prep formal and those, but not Wissahickon. When I came to Wissahickon. Nobody yeah. asked you? But you weren't dating anybody? Not like I can remember. I had, no, not, no, not really. And I'm sorry if there's somebody out there that I dated you. And you're like, oh my God, you don't remember me. Um, no, I am. I remember one summer, but I feel like one summer I dated a guy from, it wasn't our school. I can't think of what school he went to. Maybe, no, not Half Arrow. Upper Dublin. And then I had a really good friend who went to LaSalle, but I think that was right after high school, who I guess I started dating at some point. But again, but no one from like you never dated in Wizahicken after Pete Sampone in middle school. (laughs) Right. Pete was like my only. Um, No, like I went back and found a bunch of like my formal photos and stuff like that. And everybody I went to went with was a friend. Um, So I would say no because of that. Like I remember like I went with Kyle Spies to one of them. You would say no. What do you mean? Like no to the dating. Like I wasn't I don't remember. I mean, I remember probably having like. I think my shortest relationship was in middle school where everybody dates everybody for like a short period of time. Like, oh, between friends, you guys are dating. Yeah. I think it was 45 minutes. I can't remember the person's name. I can sort of remember their face. And then I was like, is this really our life? But that really happened. My first crush, actually, Steve Johnson. First kiss. Same. First. No. <laughs> he was, first, like, I think real he was kiss. My, he was my fourth crush. <laughs> um, we danced at the sixth grade camping trip. Um, I remember that Camp and he put my, his like hands in my back pocket and that people became like a thing. We all got in trouble because of it. Yes. Um, it started with us. I remember that move. Yeah. Um, that happened. That was in sixth grade. And so Molly, Katie and I were all in Mr. Falatex class together. And Anne was Anne in ours class. Anne was with us a lot too. Um, but it was Molly, Katie and I who learned sign language, but we only learned a little bit of sign language. Molly's, um, Molly Foos mm-hmm. and Katie Eatlin. Um, Molly Foos's sister was dating a guy who was deaf. So she learned sign language. She taught it to us. But we used to spell just Steve's name out and then just giggle. It was really weird. <laughs> but we did this. Um, we used to go ice skating and pretend one of us was deaf. And we would like try to hit on boys and like play this game. It, mm. was, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. It was also the year that we were obsessed with Jonathan Taylor Thomas and like Teen Beat and have mm. those magazines. Yeah, JTT. Oh, yeah. Was On it? the way to the sixth grade camping trip, I remember we had magazines. We were in the back of the bus. We were the cool kids in the back of the bus, just looking at these magazines. I wrote to him once. He wrote me back. JTT? <laughs> yes. He didn't probably write me back. His publicist probably put something in the mail and sent it back. But I wrote him a letter. See, I want to believe. <laughs> See? <laughs> he was the voice of the Lion King. Like, yes. Be, yes. Yeah, he was Simba. We used to listen to the Lion King soundtrack. I remember we were coming back from – we used to go ice skating. Again, Molly, Katie, I. And – with our like when we were acting like one of us couldn't speak and we would come back and remember this one trip where we were like signing to each other and then we were all singing the lion king songs and this was like such a carefree time in my life no lion king's a great fucking movie that is as i like to always say the lion yeah. king specifically is like the last great animated movie uh don't agree. I think like I I don't agree. I think Moana is really really good. Mulan. Moana. Oh, Moana. Is that the the one with the rock? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it. So, before we even had kids, we would watch a lot of Disney movies and 
uh, that I think that's when we watched by ourselves without even children. I had to take a child made me watch Frozen. Yeah, I really wasn't into it. It's it. cute. Yeah, um, I like the music now, but it wasn't one that like caught my attention prior to. Okay, but Lion King's good. It's really really sad at the one point. It's just the one part. I mean, all Disney fast movies are. Move on. They're all sad. all Disney movies are. But I loved Lion King. It's cute. Um, but anyway, so we would JTT. Huge crush. So that was from the Lion King, from him, from the voice of him being a no. A, I mean, a he was lion. Home Improvement. Yeah, so we were, you were he a Home Improvement. He was just all in our fan. Teen Beat magazine. But you know, it's funny. Cause I didn't have a crush on Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So <laughs> you know, it's like, where were you seeing him? Was it was it from Home Improvement? Because I got into Probably. I got into Home Improvement late. And to be uh, honest, I was more all about the Brad, the Brad brother. Yeah, he was cool. I don't know. There's something about JTC. I don't know. Listen, I was <laughs> just give me a little bit, Chrissy. At least like the fucking name. I mean, just <laughs> what Brad? Oh, so Brad. <laughs> I didn't put two and two together where you're coming from with that. Right. Little clueless. Um, yes, no. Uh, I like John. What about? Uh, I remember him in the uh, the Huck Finn uh, with Brad Renfro. Uh, <laughs> All about the Brad names. Do you know if I was born a boy, my name was going to be Brad? Really mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Interesting little story. It's. Feels like Actually, was, my whole name has a big story to it. Feels like it was it that. was meant to be, uh, um, and we just bucked. We just just bucked. My Destiny. name was supposed to be Brad if I was a boy. Can but, we talk um, about the name for a second? Yeah, I have a lot of names. So you know, I know you as Chrissy, mm-hmm. and then like on Facebook, you're Christy. Yes. Do you want me to tell you all about it? Yeah, I'd like to know. It's quite the um, story, but uh, okay. So I was born Christina. Is my given name hmm. nobody's ever called me that when i though went through elementary school everybody called me christina but i i grew up being called christy i was called they named me christina because my dad really liked christy brinkley so they all my whole family's always called me christy hmm. um spelled like christy brinkley which mm-hmm. is not always the normal way to spell it but my dad was obsessed with her whatever she's you're beautiful with an, you're we'll with an ie I-E. the normal way is with a y i think that yes most people don't spell it with okay. an ie um but when I got to kindergarten or elementary school, I was Christina. And I didn't correct people because whatever. So most people, I think, in kindergarten or whatever called me Christina. Hmm. And I think come third grade, I was like, oh, Mom, I hate this. Like, that's not my name. Like, I don't want to be called this. And she's like, well, you have a choice. You can go to Christy, which is what we call you. You can do Chris. You can do Tina. You can. You have so many choices. What do you, Chrissy? And at that point, I didn't want to be a baby anymore. So I was like, I want to be Chrissy. So I picked Chrissy and I started changing everything and I refused to respond to Christina. I was a complete bitch to my family and I was like, if you don't call me Chrissy, I won't even answer you. Again, aggressive. Yeah. So I really have an aggressive personality. <laughs> but um, my brothers and my dad and my like close, close family never changed. I was always Christy. Mm. Um, my mom, I was so mean to her. I refused to listen to her. She didn't say Chrissy. To this day, I think family friends have no idea what to call me. For a while, they just wouldn't even say my name. So you were Christy, you Christy in Christy? school all day long, and then at home you would be Christy. Exactly, to a degree, a little bit, and then high school. But your parents, Chris your parents became, would call you. My mom had to call me Christy. My dad always called me Christy. I don't think he ever changed, um, and my brothers never changed. Wow. Um, then in high school, Chris became a little more the norm. Like really, Paige and Colleen call me Chris. Really, or Chrissy, but mostly Chris. Um, especially now because it's even weirder. So when I went back to college, when I went back to college, when I went to college, I was done with Chrissy. I hate it. Chris Kraus during Chris Cross time period was, was a thing all on its own. Um, I didn't like the name Chrissy, but I was stuck with it. Like I hate it. 
Chrissy Krause is like a tongue twister. It's horrible. I should have thought it through. But I hated You're the name Tina. You're out of Tina. your fucking mind. Anyway, so this is this is a thing. So I went back to I went to college and I was like, I'm gonna go back to Christy. Like nobody knows me here. Hold on, there's more to this. Nobody knows me here. Katie Evelyn and I went together. We decided not to live together, but she called me Chris at the time, so it didn't matter. Um, so I went back to Christy, and my brother was already at Penn State, and that's where I went. Um, and he called me Christy, so it was simple. So I was Christy in college, except the first day I show up, I'm playing club soccer there, and we had preseason a week before school started. And a girl comes in, and her last name was Strauss, okay? <laughs> and my last name was Krauss. And What's she had name? one Christy? of the strongest personalities ever, and I just clung to her. And we became best friends. So it was Strauss and Krauss. So from day one, nobody called me Christy, Chrissy, you name it. I was just Krauss, Krauss. because I was always with Strauss. And she didn't have a first name either. She So all of my college friends call me Krauss. I did not have a first name in college. I don't think a single guy knew my first name. I, there was no first name. It was just I was Krauss. Soccer field, everything. Mm. Um, so it made it easy, but then I was Krauss. To this day, they still all call me Krauss, even though that's not even in my name anymore. But I was Christy. Um, Katie Evelyn now calls me Krauss, too, um, because she and I were in Stardy together at Penn State. Okay. And then afterwards, I just stuck with Christy. However, my husband and his friends one day, somebody, we were at the, my parents' beach house, and they're like, well, what is like your real name? And I was like, it's Christina. One of was like, oh, like Tina. I was like, oh, I hate that name. Same. It's stuck. So they all call me Tina. So my brought my uh, wow. husband's friends call me Tina what or assholes. T or TT or heavy T. Like this is like a thing. I'll miss T to most of their kids. Really weird. Um, I have a lot of names. Wow. Moral of the story. Any of the names I respond. I don't actually respond to Chrissy much anymore because not many people no call one calls me that. Um, unless I went to high school with you. Mm-hmm. That's so, what I'm going with. Yeah. You're Chrissy. Yeah. Chrissy is the girl that I fell in love with. <laughs> I got to tell you. I don't. I don't know if I would have been. If I would have been into a Christie. Yeah, I gotta tell you, would have brought you down a couple notches. I think. <laughs> but yeah, so I've had a lot of names, and I respond to them all. But and they all give a different point of my life. And Evelyn is probably the only one that's been around for most of them. So it's just funny how she's like adapted with it all. You call but. Kate Evelyn Evelyn. Yeah. You guys have a last name thing. We do. There's a girl, Piper, Carbs. This is all my sorority. So it was uh, a lot of us went by last names for whatever reason. Hmm. I mean, one of them, their last name was Piper. It's a great name. Yeah. Um, so she named ended up naming her daughter Piper because it's a great name. But um, I like Orange is the New Black. Yeah. There you go. It's a good name. Piper. Yeah. Um, so we've established now that you're aggressive. And you don't, you didn't I like know to say it. Passive aggressive. You didn't like know it. No, that's aggressive aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I know. The joke is, I like to tell people, like, I'm just being passive aggressive. And they're all like, you're just being aggressive. And I'm yeah, like, eh, I got yeah, it. it's just regular old aggression, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it's funny because, again, like, you think you know a person. And then, <laughs> think you know a person. Yeah. And then, like, hearing these things, it's like, oh, wow, that's kind of weird. I wouldn't picture that. Yeah. Um, Sorry to change the image, but yes. It's fine. While you're in, like, in high school, did uh-huh. you have? Um, you can put your feet up if you want. Yeah, really well. We're all good. Um, if you, er, when you were in high school, did you have like a, a class that you were that you liked, favorite teacher or class or anything? So like that? I, I thought about all that. So for some reason, I remember a lot more middle school of that, like Mr. Landis, Mr. Johnson. Um, what you have? A-pod? Chrissy Shock said the German thing, and I totally forgot about Hair Bray. But Hair Bray, how anybody would have failed his class? You have to be a complete idiot. I you graded a. your own test. 
um, or you graded your person sitting next to you. Mm -hmm. He told the story about the monkey and the poop and monkey poop being mm. thrown at you. Do you remember the story? He told it to mm -mm. everybody. Um, I had and then we all went one... to Germany in high school if you stayed with German. So we all went, oh. a bunch of us went to Germany in a high school, for a and high school trip. German ancestry? Yes. I, I, well, I thought I did until my brother just blew it up over Christmas. Oh, no. Did you get an ancestry.com thing? <laughs> yeah. He decided to do that. And I was like, wait, there's no German in us? I found out my grandmom's from like Poland. And I was like, uh, oh, whatever. Is Kraus not a German name? It is. Oh. It's 100%. It means, I think, frizzy. Yeah. And Lustig is my mom's maiden name. And that means funny in German. But anyway. Um, so I took German, a language nobody ever needs. I wish I took Spanish because I actually would use Spanish. But we went to Germany. It was fun. But uh, so I remember Hair Bray. Uh, but in high school, so it's horrible. I can't remember this one teacher's name because she was also our basketball coach. And I loved her. Karanji? Yes. Thank you. Jen. I remembered her first name, yeah. but I couldn't remember her uh, her last name. Loved her. And again, because it was our, she was our coach, she was like very lenient with us. Mm. And I remember Katie being in our class and she was an English teacher. So I remember yeah. loving her. Um, I had Mrs. Spies for AP English senior year. So I took a lot of the AP classes. Um, but no, I don't remember like one class. Like I did not like high school. Let's put really? that out there. I hated high school. I didn't fit in anywhere. I felt, um, and that's probably why I went to other places to like hang out. But no, it was like. Was that an effect of the party, do you think? I don't know. So, I mean, to this day, there's eight of us that now are back on, like, because of Elon setting up, like, a Zoom. Uh -huh. There always was, like, eight of us. So it was uh, me, Colleen, Paige, Brooke, Katie Evelyn, Molly Foose, Ann Patterson, um, Lizzie Black. Great. So the eight Sounds of like us. a great crew. We're always, yeah. So the eight of us always connected as, like, the eight. So anyway, I just felt like I jumped between different crowds and it depended on, I guess, what sport I was in at the time. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I never felt like I fully fit in. But I feel like a lot of people would say that about high school because I don't know how many people loved high school. I was more college. I loved Not in college. such terms, to be honest. You sound like, you. I mean, you say you didn't like it, but I find that really, really no one that was like in what I would call the popular crowd, yeah, would say that. Like they all loved high school. Hated high school. They... I loved middle school. Loved college. I could. I would never go back to high school. So you have all these records. You actually play your records. Uh, you know what? I'm about a year out of like my record fad. I still love records. I just for the last I don't know. I guess since quarantine, really, I just for some reason haven't. I need to. But yeah. So these records are. Some are mine that like mm -hmm. I, I have bought and some are it's like the collection. Yeah. And some are from I used to do college radio. So you just take like records from the station, and never bring them back. Yeah. Um, and then some are a lot are from my dad. So okay. when my dad passed, my dad had tons of records. And that's what probably like 60 percent of these are from my dad. It's we have awesome. so many in our basement. So my husband's really into. So my husband's name is Dan. Mm. So let's so I stop calling him my husband. His name's Dan. Um, he, we don't uh, have to talk about him that much. Ugh, just... I mean, he's not even worth talking about. <laughs> um, his family was really into music, and he is really into music. And we have this is also in my basement boxes of records, mm. and I can't get rid of them because I'm like I really would love to get a cool record player, mm -hmm. like an old fashioned one. I was mm -hmm. like a statement piece in the house he had one that he gave to somebody to refurbish that was like his great uncles or something 
and the guy like went out of business and in the process just we just lost it but like i would love one day to find somebody else's that's like selling and then be able to play like real records we our daughter who's five plays the piano really she's really into music and is very fluent already in the piano and i think she would love to like listen to old records and we're really they're a music family Mm. i just so happen to be part of the family yeah I can't carry a beat. That's or cool. Do anything. That's fun. But um, yeah, no, I I like the idea of records. I would love to find a record player so I can use. The just records. get a record player and just start listening to them at least. And I then, know, like, and then like get your you statement have. piece, you know, later. Yeah, yeah, like you know, when I took all these, I took all these records from my dad's house, and like they're just some go back to like the fifties. Like I've got stuff with Ray Charles where he's not even singing. Yeah, he's just playing piano. Well, that's the thing. So you were mentioning before how as a family we do like those competitions that I posted. Yeah. So that was my husband's idea. So my daughter Willow, she asked my husband one day what uh his favorite Beatles song was, and he's like, well, that that's how does one answer that question? So we decided to play every Beatles album, every Beatles song for her wow. to hear them. How long to this does day, that take? she hears a Beatles song now and she's like, oh, it's the Beatles. How long? How do you, what's the process? So I was wondering about, so I looked at this, right? So obviously mm-hmm. being a crush, like I look at things mm-hmm. where I just go, oh, oh, we have that in common. <laughs> like when I saw that you were doing, so I saw you were doing the Beatles and they were like Stevie Wonder next. Yeah. So we did and the I was Beatles, like, I was like, Queen. <gasps> Yeah, it was oh, yeah, Beatles, Queen. Queen, Elton John, um, Stevie Wonder. We're now on Joni Mitchell. When I saw that, though, I yeah. was like, she likes Stevie Wonder? We could have started listening to Stevie Wonder and Stevie just Wonder. fallen in love, yeah. and this could have been it. Yeah. So when I see that, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, she likes music. That's so cool. She likes music. So so what I'm curious is how does one get through every Beatles song ever? What's What do you sure. actually? So at di- we have music on in our house all the time. And many times it's like, what do you want to listen to tonight? Mm-hmm. So at dinner now, we listen to an album of whoever we're playing with. And we each pick That's one cool. song from the album to go into this bracket. And it's from the bracket that we then continue. Now, if it's an album where it's like everyone's a hit, we pick more than three songs. Like, sure. Because you can't cut some of them out. Yeah. So we do cheat a little bit. And then we go, the bracket's the best part because those are like the best songs. And then we honestly do it as a regular, like. You listen to them. No, like over and over and we go okay which one do you guys like better of this one okay this one moves on this one moves on and then it's like do you listen to them when you're looking at the brackets to actually decide so i'm the one that usually reads out the names and tells like our alexa what to turn on it's been fun i must say so i've learned a lot with the music i never cared for queen ever yeah. and then we found some amazing songs from queen just from listening to every single album every single song mm-hmm. in yeah. high school did you have a favorite <laughs> um, I mean, tell me why you loved going to Dave Matthews Band's concerts. I did not really love Dave Matthews Band's. Chrissy, this but is I would why. Go to the concerts for- this is why you are the third girl <laughs> I ever loved. This is why. Thank you. No, I mean Dave Matthews Band is not good. Yeah. Um, oh my. But they threw my heart right now for is some just reason, swelling. The concerts, people just like. It was about the drinking in the parking right. lot, not the concert. Right. And if you weren't at the concert, you were like, oh, what were you doing? Like, why were you there? Yes. So, no, I would go to the concerts. Did I go into the concerts? I have no idea. <laughs> um, I don't remember that. I remember drinking in the concerts. Oh. Um, 
peeing in the parking lots. Like, yeah, like, these are the things I remember. These are the stories I remember hearing. Is the peeing, um, in, the, the peeing were you, were in the parking there? lots? No, never, never, ever. <laughs> so, what concerts would you go to? I never went to concerts in high school as a kid. The only concert I ever went to in like that time, like high school, was uh, I went to New Edition and One Twelve. Oh, I mean. Right. That was like 90. <laughs> that was like 97. I went with my dad. And really that's good. the only concert that I ever went to then. And then like in college, I started going because I was in in radio. So everyone was in going to shows. Oh, and I stuff. Imagine. So my first concert after that was the Roots and the Mighty Mighty Boston's. All right. That sounds a little. And now I just, you know, concerts all day, every day. Well, yeah. Prior to. Con- yeah. Prior to COVID. Like, yeah. I could imagine. Usually like three to three to five. You know what venue I used to love least, that was in the city? Minimal. Um down by the waterfront. Yeah. It was all standing. Um, Penn's Landing. Yeah. At Festival Pier. Yes. Thank you. So J- Jason Mraz, I saw there, um, who I love, but I saw him there. Um, there was another just random. We would just like randomly get tickets to go there. I've been. To, so we used to do the. And I loved the venue. Prior to COVID, the Roots Picnic used to happen at Festival Pier yeah, every that. year, mm-hmm. except for last year, they moved to um, uh, Fairmount Park mm-hmm. um, at the Man Music Center. But prior to that, every year was at Festival Pier. It's a small so venue. It's a small venue, but it's like it's it's like you just come. I wear jorts. I wear jorts that I've had since eighth grade. Now, did your jorts, did you cut them yourself? No, no, no. These are legit. These are like Paco jorts from eighth grade. Okay. okay. In eighth grade, that might have been all right. Maybe. Okay. Uh, and they still fit. And so I wear them because I don't care what happens to them. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I, you know, like I wear a basketball jersey. And you just this is like this is like your this is your outfit. This is my concert, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just because you got to be able to sweat because I dance. Like, eh, we get there about noon, one o'clock. It ends about eleven, twelve. So it's, it's a long day. It's a full day of standing and jumping around and pushing people That's out of the fun. way. But it's all at Festival Pier, and I love it. So my brothers both live in California. They both live in San Diego, and my younger brother especially is all about concerts. Mm-hmm. At least he used to be. Um, <laughs> And I feel like he would just find these like he's like oh yeah we're just going to a concert like out of the blue they just have so many outdoor stuff there right and my dad was always wondering why they wouldn't come back to the east coast and you go out and visit and you're like why would you come back here like any time of year there's an awesome outdoor concert they go camping for them they went to Coachella every single year Mm. um, and we just camp and you know are you a west coast friendly person when I visit that what do you mean What, what does that mean. Well, I was going to, are you like, like you've got family here, but are you like, do you wish that you were in California? No, no. I mean, I guess no, because my family is here, but I go visit my brothers and I know why they're not coming back. I mean, my younger brother works from home. He works for a West East Coast company. So he's up early doing his East Coast stuff. He surfs every single day almost. Mm. Like at three o'clock, he's out in the water on his board. And that's pretty cool. Or he's Mm. out playing golf. I understand why they never come back. Yeah. You know, and it took my dad a long time. And now I'm an only child on the East Coast with my parents. They live in Florida right now. But uh, oh, wow. summer, so you're all alone. I'm all alone. <laughs> but they come back. So my parents go back and forth. So they sold all they sold their um house I grew up in, bought a smaller place. They now have a place still in Fort Washington, but uh they l- took residency in Florida. Hmm. But when they're up here, we're at their beach house in Ocean City. So every weekend in the summer, they come from May to October. They're, we're with them every weekend. They take care of the girls when I work weekends. Because oh, wow. my husband, what, his uh, business, he isn't around much in the summer. So block? it's like the perfect thing. What block in Ocean City? 20th in Central. You're mm-hmm. fucking kidding me. Mm. Why? <laughs> I spent my entire like teenage and college years living at 21st and Central. 
Oh, really? I, I was two blocks from, yeah, I was on the same beach with Brooke. Oh. Every summer. So I walked, yeah, so I was literally I worked. <laughs> I used to. I don't know how we ever ran into each other, seriously. I would have lost my shit, Chrissy. So I worked at 34th Street uh, two for two summers. Blitzes? No, Wawa. Oh, the Wawa at 34th. At 34th, okay. yeah, yeah, 34th. So in Ocean City, I lived right out of college. So what, 05, May of 05. For a year and a half, I lived in that house in Ocean City. Uh, this blows my mind because yeah, every summer I would be. Yeah. No, so that's where we. Uh, so right now, every you, weekend in the summer, I can't. I'm I gotta. Were you single then, Chrissy? No, I met my husband in college. So we started dating the summer between sophomore and junior year. Though he didn't go to college with me, we met through a mutual friend. This long distance. This could have been like the great love turmoil <laughs> of my life, where I just. Had so many summertime girls of that I just I fell in love with and I lived down the shore though one summer. Um, Katie Evelyn's parents had a house or still do. Don't tell me Katie was in Ocean City too. Oh yeah, Katie's on Thirty First. Oh my god. In Central. I'm so a it was loser. Katie and I and our friend Piper, Aaron Piper, the one who called Piper. I miss Piper. You missed Piper. By the way, Piper is a blast. You would have loved Piper, but um, she now lives in Florida. But uh, my mind is blown right now. Mm-hmm. It helps that at least you were with your your husband at that point. I think about <laughs> I think about missed opportunities. Can I tell you seriously? I ran into Steph Hughes. Steph Hughes came into my Wawa a couple times when I was at 34th Street and had a huge crush on Steph Hughes because it was this infamous calculus class with okay. mostly girls named Steph. And Katie was in that class, I sat behind Katie in that class. That's when I fell in love Is with Katie. Is Katie a crush? Oh, Katie's Katie a huge crush. Katie has like a huge entry in my yearbook. Oh, really? Because we had like a whole, yeah, we had a thing where Katie Katie's was awesome. Katie was, uh, Katie was one of the first girls to tell me that I was funny. Oh. And it used to drive me crazy because I like, I never had girls actually enjoy conversation with me <laughs> because I, I was also, aggra- I was aggressive, right? I, right? Yeah. I made you cry. So that never really stopped. <laughs> you really did. I can't wait to tell my parent, my daughter that, that story because one day she's going to come it's home true. crying. It's true. It's 100% true. I told that true. story to so many people, never, never knowing I'd be here to tell you it. Um, but mainly to be like, well, you know, my mom once told me if a guy makes you cry or is mean to you, it's because he likes you. It's a hundred percent true. I didn't know it was true. My it's mom just told me that I think to stop crying at the time. So I want to, you know, I, I don't know how to ask it, but like, you know, you, you were, you in my head and I'm jaded in this because you were a crush. I'm right. I gave up the crush <laughs> because I just felt like it was so out of my reach. But then like, as you're talking about just like life and it's like. You know, you were in a country club and you yeah. didn't want to really hang out with people from Wizzahickon so much as like high school was going on and you hated high school and you hung out yeah. with people from I mean, other I can't school. Say I wasn't a fan. Yeah, it's it, not a spot I want to go back to. I would never say, oh, my gosh, I want to go back to high school. It puts you like in my eyes, right? It puts you in like this like realm of just like so out of reach that, you know, when I talk to other people, people are like, oh, you could have approached me the way that you describe your mentality. I think. Feel like it was so unapproachable possibly <laughs> i don't know and and again i was joking about like aggressive but there it, are some people that are probably going to watch this later and find this cover like the fact that you've been aggressive so funny because i argue it all the time but yeah yeah okay yeah so i don't know it, it feels like you know even more so it feels like you're saying that like, you were cooler than the cool kids no. almost <laughs> It all, no, it all, I left Wissick in like parties because I got caught and I had to find fun other ways. Yeah. Because I was so scared. And so I would never like. Okay, it was funny. I started different. throwing parties myself. So actually senior prom 
I threw the party at my house for everybody that couldn't go down the shore. Hmm. So, I mean, I did all those kind of things. I don't know. I just, I think it was more being scared and having to move away from Wissahickon parties because there was a better chance of getting caught for something. And I wasn't just, I wasn't going to stop hanging drinking and having fun and doing all those things that wasn't me so you liked like you liked partying you liked like uh-huh. drinking uh-huh. and partying and being Still do. so so moving on in college i was social chair of my sorority so i planned every party for us i was social chair of my soccer team at penn state that's a lot penn state. to be social chair it's penn state sor- oh my gosh yes huge. yeah it, I had a lot of pressure on me to have like really fun formals and it was like one of those things so i remember one at penn state we um had uh um, snow tubing, drunk snow tubing. We sent two people to the hospital that night. <laughs> um, so I, in liability, this was back before lots of liability. Yeah. I don't even know what world's like anymore, but, um, I'm glad I'm not there now. But back then social chair and president were liable for everybody that came to a party. I didn't really realize that until a little later into like my position. Um, but I remember the snow tubing one. I have these, I have a keg of beer in the back of a bus mm. at the bottom of the hill. I had no fun this whole entire time because I was just so nervous. And I don't think I went down the hill once. My friends <laughs> talk about it, though, as if it was the greatest night ever. Yeah. We had two people that went to the hospital. Totally fine, but I don't I don't remember why. Um, yeah, it was. we threw some really fun parties that I couldn't enjoy because of responsibilities. Mm. I probably could have. Most people probably would have. I yeah, just couldn't. No one would have cared. Yeah, I just. You're the organizer. I was the organizer. Um, formals and this is why like so I got married in Costa Rica so yeah we got married in Costa Rica uh, mainly because I knew how controlling I was on so many other avenues of my life that I could I didn't want to be in the U.S. where I had to make decisions on things so I literally showed up the day of the wedding to my wedding planner who had everything done so I there was no stress because if I planned it I wouldn't have wanted to go Mm -hmm. and I knew that about myself so we went to Costa Rica got married there we had sick Paige came out Mm -hmm. I think Paige was the only one from high school that's surprising to me. So I would think from everything that you've talked about, I would think almost high maintenance. Oh, incredibly high maintenance. Yeah. Okay. So but, I, but not at the I'm same su- time. I'm like surprised. I'm also very like laid back at the same time. Like, I'm surprised you would give up that control. I needed to. Oh, well, I was the one. So it was also had to deal with. I also didn't want like I didn't want to wear like I didn't want a formal wedding. I wanted like a beach wedding. Um, Why? And I didn't want my dad to invite his like friends that I didn't know who they were because he was he's like. Huh. At that point, he was, uh, I'm going to use the word, as like a socialite. <laughs> he had people he wanted to invite that I didn't know, and that mm. wasn't a wedding I wanted. My husband is not a suit and tie kind of guy. He at all. No, he that's, owns a seafood business. Yeah, he, he looks like uh, Carson Wentz a little bit. He does. So you know the championship parade? Yeah. Championship parade. He actually was uh, approached. Yes. He was approached. He came down on his own. I don't remember who he met up with, but – uh approached a couple times <laughs> during it. I said, can we get just a photo with you? And he was like, uh, okay. Um, but uh, no, so he was not that person. So I'm the one that picked Costa Rica. We had already been there about three, four times. It was mm. like our favorite place. And uh, it ended up being the best decision. Hi- if anybody is getting married anytime soon, get out of the country. Destination wedding is by far the best way, to, way go. to go. Because it's not a day. Ours was a week vacation mm-hmm. with our friends. We yeah. had a vacation with everybody. It was so much fun. We sat at the pool the day after because it was BYOB to our wedding. Like mm-hmm. not everybody else brought, but we brought the liquor. So we took it with us that night. So the next morning we brought it to the pool. <laughs> yeah. So we had another huge party and there's like a huge picture of everybody just like 
so they were about at where we we rented out a whole hotel, mm. and it was it was a blast. I did a wedding before, uh, not this past Labor Day, but the Labor Day before twenty nineteen, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I did a destination wedding, destination for me at least, uh, in Tahoe. Oh. They lived in uh, San I've Fran. Never been in Tahoe. I want to go so bad. It was cool. We camped uh, great. for like a week. And it was basically it's a vacation for everybody else. Yeah, they rented like this empty area that had like a pavilion and had like a, a house in the back. So like the older family members and family with kids yeah. could stay. And then everyone else stayed at like this uh, kind of like a hotel resort. But the immediate friends and everyone stayed in tents in like this area, just like in this, you know, grassy, awesome. grassy thing. We did that for like six days. And it was basically like Burning Man. Yeah. Like we brought everything. We drove a 20, 21 foot truck. From here? Uh, from, no, no, from California. Yeah. Uh, but see, you had a, like, it wasn't just a wedding. It was a vacation. It was, it was a whole, experience. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I was, mean, Paige brings up the trip all the time. So it's our 10 year anniversary this February. And I was talking to her yesterday and she's like, that was our first, her first, first vacation with her now husband. Mm. So she remembers it. And she's like, oh, I would have gone back because we were going to go back for our 10 year and bring everybody. It was like going to be an open invitation. If I had enough people, I had already reached out to the wedding planner and been like, let's do another party. Yeah. Like, just because I like to throw parties. Um, and we were going to go to a different part of Costa Rica. <laughs> and and again, I I didn't care like the cost. I just thought it would be so much fun. So we might try for the 11th. Our, we got married on February 11th, 2011. So I feel like I can still pull off the 11th one and not – it'd be weird. I don't know. I really wanted for the 10, but it's not happening. I want to ask you, when you're not dating and other people are dating, like what's going through your mind as you're not dating in high school? And, and like and Colleen's with Dan and Paige's yeah, with Yeah, all of your friends are dating. And I got – I mean like – is there a point that like you like you've got to know you're Chrissy Krause, right? Like you're blonde, and you're like tan, and like you're pretty. Yeah, are you? These aren't things that people like really have confidence with. Um, no, I mean when there comes a point where, you, no, I I don't, I don't know. No, I would never like think like you're that. not thinking no. like what's going on here. No, I, I mean I don't know. I don't remember, so I can't honestly yeah answer that. Um, no, I, I don't know. I'm like trying to think of like other people. I mean, I obviously probably had like crushes on people or try to date people. I don't know. I don't know. I really can't answer it. I apologize. You, can you see from my perspective where like girl that had a crush on and you're just saying, oh, she must like the instant thought is she must be doing something so much better, cooler. She's must be dating guys. Right. That's like the typical yeah. like and then but it's like, no, and then you find out you're like. No. no, I like I was like waiting for guys to ask me to dances and just like, like, no, I never I gave up, yeah. you know, like that just. No, I don't remember. I remember. So I brought even like the senior year, I brought Kyle Cleary to our prom or one of the formals. And he was from LaSalle. Like I, I even brought somebody from outside. He was really good friends with Dan Cassidy and Eric Nelson. Like he went then went to um, he was friends with all those guys. But uh, no, I ended up bringing somebody. That's what I'm saying. Like I was never asked. I, I don't. I don't know. Were you? Um, I want to ask this as like delicately or as like politely. Were you like hooking up with guys like in high school or not? Because you weren't partying with people in high with people from Wisconsin. Were you like being social? Yeah, like I mean, like I would go to like some of the parties. Like so, and I think that's part of my disconnect even after high school. Like why I didn't stay in touch with people is I. 
I mean, as like Chrissy was saying, like Natalie, I knew always had like parties and I never felt like I wasn't welcome at anything because Colleen would always be there. Um, or like Paige, actually more like Colleen, I would say, like definitely was part of any in crowd. So I never, and she was one of my best friends and I never actually felt like I needed to always be invited. Like if I went with her, I was always fine. And Dan Cassidy threw majority of the parties, um, at his mom, with his mom's house. Um, so it was never like I felt I wasn't invited somewhere. I'm sure I did back then, but I was the I was comfortable with it. I think I just pulled away mainly after getting you caught drinking. And it was easier to go out in other crowds. And I had two best friends to this day even, one at Gwened and all the LaSalle guys and Gwened girls and what have you. And then Happer Horsham that I probably every weekend would be like, what are you guys doing first? Mm-hmm. And if they weren't doing anything fun, then I would go to the other side. But I definitely, football weekends, I think I went senior year maybe to one Wissahagan football game. I went to all LaSalle games. So you didn't have like FOMO or anything like that? No, I I definitely was still going out and doing stuff. Yeah, I wasn't. But you weren't like. And I was trying to date the other places, like the other people. That's what I mean, like FOMO in the sense that you weren't what's going on at was a hicken in that crowd. You, you just really weren't into I probably, it. And then I just, at one point I was, wasn't part of the in crowd there. I didn't feel comfortable that I was like, ah, but I feel comfortable in this crowd. So I don't know. I think you go in high school where you're more accepted. I don't know. Or where maybe you're more popular. You know what I mean? But like you, you were, could be more popular in one place and another, you're going to go to the other so side. So do you think you weren't? So like, I look at you as like, right. Like popular because yeah. You were like right in my in my head. Yeah. But like you weren't you didn't look at yourself as like in a you didn't look at yourself as like popular amongst your friends in that way. No, I mean, I knew I I mean, I knew I was part of like the more in crowd. Sure. I mean, just from the friends that I had. But uh no, I wasn't like I knew I could have probably been in either side if I wanted to be. But I guess I pulled more away from the Wissahickon side. And part, sometimes I like regretted it because I think back and like some people I wish I was still in touch with today would have been like Eric Nelson. Like he was such a good friend for so long. Mm. And to this day, I feel like I, if I saw him, we would probably connect. Yeah. But I haven't seen him in years. Right. Funny thing is he became best friends with Katie Dionato, who's one of the people I mentioned from, with the, from Gwynedd. Yeah. Um, and they became good friends. And I was like, it's really funny that like they were so close. Yeah. And Katie and I have been best friends since fourth grade and or since we were four. I'm sorry. So it's like one of those like small things, like obviously connections and personalities go together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's uh, just interesting. But again, I feel like if there was like a reunion, that would be the crowd that I would like go and right. hang out with. And yeah. Just but I never stayed in touch after high school. I stayed in touch with an. Nobody like Paige, Colleen, Katie went to high school with me. That if, was and Molly. I was really, really close with Molly Foose. It feels like the and Kyle Spies, friendships kind of from high school seem almost superficial. Mm-hmm. And that like as soon as you were like going to college, like you had like the friends that you had and just like everyone else that existed in that crew of like the cool kid. And crowd. they all stayed close, though. That's my point is That's that why you, I, you don't feel that connect. But but they all like a lot of them all still hang out. And, and I know and you I still left, got and I know I you still left. got like six people, but left where you left. I went to Penn State and I just never right, came back. Where Will Laval went, where Katie went, where like I could name like 19 people that went to Penn State mm-hmm. from Wizahickon like. Katie was the only one I fully stayed in touch with. Bethany Smith, again, freshman year for a little bit, obviously. Um, 
But uh, no, I went there to sort of like it was do Penn State, my own like thing. literally, like, and I didn't stay like with nine percent of the population of from Wisconsin went to Penn State. And Kate and I decided not to live together on purpose because we didn't. We wanted to find our own friends. Smart, it just yeah. so happened we joined the same sorority. It wasn't planned. The girl that I mentioned before, Strauss, was part of the sorority. So I did the soccer team, club soccer. Hmm. But um, so I just wanted to play soccer. So my dad bribed me to play college golf. Like literally car, any car you want. Like wow. it was, it was out there. That's how much I didn't want to play. Um, <laughs> I gave up a freaking car. And at that point I wanted an, a red eclipse convertible. Like I remember exactly what I wanted. I mean, it would have been a cool car nowadays. I don't even know if they're a on the Ford road. eclipse. Probably. Convertible. I just, yeah, that was the car that I would have got. Okay. Anyway, he couldn't even bribe me to play anywhere. That's how much I was out. I just wanted to play soccer, but I didn't want to go to D3 school, which was my level. So I went to Penn State and Penn State's D1 is the elite. Like they're good. But their club team, we won nationals my freshman year. So we were like a D3 school playing on a national level and we would travel around the country. But it was club. Mm -hmm. So we ran our own team. We paid for our own team. We hired our own coaches. Um, It was perfect for what I wanted and needed. So I practiced every day. Senior year, I was I was like president of the team, captain of the team, social chair of the team. But like it was we found we I think we coached ourselves almost because we couldn't find a coach. So there was a lot to it, but it was different because everybody playing there, there's still tryouts and everything. But it was everybody that wanted to play. You're not there on a scholarship. You're not there on anything else. You had to pay to be part of it. And we were good. Like we competed and we would play D3 teams like that was some of our schedule. We're just D3 teams. Mm. So I still got to play soccer. But at the same time, a lot of the girls on my team were part of the Pi Phi sorority. So we were like the sorority that went with the soccer team. So I was, um, so my freshman year, I was technically like dirty rushed to join Strauss, this girl I was talking about who. What does that mean, dirty rushed? So I didn't really go through the real parameters that they were just like, oh, you're Strauss's friend, like come to these couple things and you'll be part of us. Cause I missed everything cause of soccer. Um, and it was. It was fun. I'm glad I did the sorority side too because it was like two different groups of friends. Um, again, whoever I felt like I felt like hanging out with that night, we always had – each side had a party. Um, I planned a lot of them on both sides. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. Like there was always something to do. So I hung out with the athletes because mm-hmm. even on club soccer, we hung out with the wrestling team a lot. We would hang out with the soccer guys a lot. And then on the sorority side, we hung out with the frat guys a lot. So – I always kept, I guess, every door open. Like yeah. I was not one to like pigeonhole myself into anything. And that goes with my personality, I think, a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So I did the sorority thing. I did the soccer thing. So I was like the jock, but I also did the sorority girl. And it was sort of worked out. I don't know. Hmm. And then I had my job. I worked for Ryan Holmes right out of college, but I had the job lined up in October my senior year. So come senior year, it was just fun because the job was there. and You already knew. I already know what I was doing. Um, just sort of had to keep my grades up and everything. And then a week out of college, I started the job and wow. lived in Ocean City. So, I mean, things weren't, I guess, that hard. Like, you know what I mean? Everything sort of like fell into place. Fell into place. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was nice. So I, uh, I feel like we need to go back and talk about Mrs. Roebuck's class. I was lo- <laughs> thinking the same thing. Chrissy. So a couple things there. Do you remember the pen pals we had in New York? Yes. 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 I think about that Queens. all the time. Yes. And we went there. Yes. 
And I had a little girl. Um, and we would like literally write to them. It was Mrs. Roebuck was a great teacher. I don't know what she's doing now, but I truly loved her. Can't find her yet. Um, somebody did recently because I feel like I don't remember who told me. I don't remember the situation. Anyway, so I remember that we took a bus up. I remember like playing like double Dutch in their like playground and we like walked their school. It was like an AstroTurf like playground. Yeah. Yes. Different world. And I think she was such a good teacher to like honestly bring us there to see their world to a degree. Um, I don't know. It was, uh, I thought that was really cool. That was the one thing about her class. The second thing, I was by far a teacher's pet. Every teacher I had. Like I just, I don't know, loved it. Ivan Santana, Santana, I think I'm saying his name wrong. Do you know what I'm Yvonne talking about? Yvonne Santana. Yes, thank you. He and I had such a competition about being the best student. Yeah, Yvonne was a prick. He would cry sometimes <laughs> if I beat him. Yeah, I could see that. On a ta- oh, I'm dead. I'm actually Shout dead. out Seriously. to Yvonne. No, I could see it. Absolutely. It Shout out to Yvonne. Thing. We're Facebook friends now. But. Oh, yeah. But uh, I remember him getting so upset if I like beat him on like a grade on a test and like it was a to, maybe it was a healthy competition. Maybe it wasn't. But like Not oh my, Mrs. Age. Roebuck would always send me to cook up her popcorn. You guys were talking about popcorn. Yes. Okay. I'm I not crazy. Went. She t- sent me. I remember. Maybe she sent other people too. I remember being sent on a daily basis to go cook up her popcorn in the teacher's lounge. Oh, okay. I was sent to the teacher's lounge to do it. So I don't know where the other microwaves were. Um, Mrs. Otto had one. Yeah. I went to the teacher's lounge. I don't know. Somehow I got in there. Would cook her popcorn. Then she would share it with everybody in the class. Yep. She was such a great teacher. Loved her. I want yeah. microwave popcorn right now. <laughs> you want some popcorn? I'm not a fan of popcorn. Yeah. So when I brought that up and Chrissy was like, I don't remember that. Like, oh, I remember that was a You said thing. that and I was like, oh, I remember. That was she, Almost thing. every day. Yes. Or she would bring in chocolate Snack. snacks, like chocolate bars for us. She just had this. But there was lis- listening position. That's where I learned, like, you had to have your hands in your lap. She was very strict at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But she was, like, she demanded respect in her own, like, way. I don't know. She was amazing teacher. Uh, so I remember so many things about that class. Like, the, the, the field trip, absolutely. But, like, snack time. Mm-hmm. with not just like the popcorn, but like we listen to music together. Yeah. We all listen to music. And I remember like Brandon Deese brought in like his vinyl he, of Michael Jackson. He was Jackson such a dancer, music. wasn't he? He was a dancer. He, he danced in the talent show. I remember that as soon as you said his name. Haven't heard that name <laughs> 20 years. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Was he in our class? Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. In our graduating class? No, I know that. Oh, but yeah. I mean in the, our Miserable class. Yeah, yeah. That was his first year. He just moved there. Gotcha. From Massachusetts. From I don't remember who else was in the class. Like, oh, my I God. don't. So we had Holly. Be- I've, I've interviewed. That was when a- I was probably friends with Holly. I've interviewed a lot of fourth, of our fourth grade <laughs> class. Uh, Holly Beck. Uh-huh. Kim Devaney. Kim and I were friends then, too. Chris Warren. Okay. Um, Ashley McLaughlin. Okay. Ann Patterson. Okay. Ann was in our class? Yep. That was the that. foursome. It was it was Holly. So I, I remember. Do you remember going yeah. to the Crayola so Anne factory? And I, yes. Anne and I didn't become close then. Anne and I probably got close after that because I don't remember Anne back then. I remember being friends with Kim. Well, Kim and I played soccer together. Oh, yeah. Holly, I feel like played soccer with us a little bit too. But I remember there was a point in time I was good friends with Holly too. And I remember exactly where she lived at one point. Like I remember being at her house. Like weird, like, you know, like weird mm-hmm. memories. Kim, I remember she lived along the, rain, the train track. I remember mm-hmm. going to her house. But Kim, I think, played soccer with us. Definitely her sister did. Okay. Um, so. um, 
Um, Who else was in the class? I know the names. Uh, it's coming in. Mikala, 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 Mikala. Okay. Do you remember her? Do you remember that girl? Yes. Um, all I remember was that she dressed like a Native American for Halloween, and I gave her a whole bunch of shit because that's what I used to do. I used to just We're attack, attack. I give you shit about aggression, and like. <laughs> so in fifth grade, I can't remember who the girl was. She told me I looked like a witch. Dan Donahue, Chris Rogers. Okay. Okay. Um, I remember in fifth grade, somebody, I cannot, if you said her name, I would know it, but there was no reason you're going to say her name, but, um, fifth grade, fifth grade, but in my Mrs. Rogers class, she, uh, told me, little known fact, by the way, I was supposed to have Mrs. Rogers classes. I was always told, and I got put in Miss Rowe for some weird reason. And I retired that bitch. Yeah, I heard you say that. Yeah, oh yeah, I shut her down. Mrs. Rogers was great. I want she was that's so what I always laid heard. back. She brought her birds in all the time. She was like this crazy bird lady. That's what I, I had heard. And I'll be honest, like I remember this Steve very DeSantis clearly. Steve was in my class. I remember wanting it because I remember George you. Cortez. I remember you had it, and I was like, Chrissy Cross in Mrs. Rogers' class. I'm supposed to, but I had class with Bethany. That was pretty sweet too. Uh huh. Yeah. No, but whoever it was told me I looked like a witch because I had this pointy nose. And she, like, drew a picture of me. And, like, it's, again, something that, like, haunts me forever. That's what makes you so it's pretty. so funny. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, no, it was uh, funny things you remember. But anyway, Mrs. Roebuck's class was Fourth, awesome. She it, was by far an amazing teacher. She's the only one that did the pen pal thing. Like, she, like, took it on her own, I think. What about the fourth grade states? What about the states project? I still got the tape. I'm going to break out the tape at some what point. What is this? Ta- Do you not that? remember when we did the report on fourth grade states? We had to pick like three states and then we went to the high school and filmed. Actually- yes. Yes. And we went and filmed. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> so I bond know. bond with these things with you. It's bond with these things. So the funny thing is, is I have this song and I don't know what class I learned it in was like the state names. And I've sung it for people before, and they're like, oh, my God. But it's like the Alabama, Alaska, Arizona. I feel like Alaska, that's Mrs. Roebuck. Yeah, it's like North Carolina, uh, South yes, Carolina's North, North Carolina, South. Class. It's amazing, but true. Well, shut yes. your mouth. In Texas, oil wells flow like. Oh, I didn't know that much. No, my version is just the states, and it was the way to remember the states. And it was like a song like that. But I feel like only Mrs. Roebuck would have taught it to me. So I had, had to have been her. I've got the, uh, I've got the tape. I did and Hawaii. As soon as you said that, I was like, I definitely did Hawaii. Yeah. I had like a fun state. We had oh three. So I, I had. I did Oklahoma. I think I maybe did Oregon. I maybe did oh, Illinois. She's such a good teacher. I don't know what she did. Hopefully she went on and do great things. I have a friend that worked at Shady Grove that I think she like got booted out. So I want to ask you about that. I can see her getting booted out because of her own ways and probably not putting up with stuff. Let me ask you this because, you know, you're uh, you come from it sounds like you come from a wealthy family. That's how it sounds. I don't mean that in like a negative way. I mean, I never needed anything in life. Yes. Yeah. When you talk about like the country clubs mm-hmm. and right, and then mm-hmm. the house at the at the uh, my parents in have the three Poconos. homes. Yeah, right, right, exactly. all that. I imagine that the majority of your world was white. Oh yeah. What's that like? Was Mrs. Roebuck your first black teacher? Had to have been. I don't think there so were black Mrs. teachers in Shady Grove. I don't know what Zion Quinto was. Mrs. Roebuck was like the first black teacher in Shady Grove. Probably. Period. Mrs. Shanley. Definitely white. Uh, Mrs. Hastings. Mrs. London. And then Mrs. Roebuck. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't expect you to necessarily remember this, but do you have like feeling about like, because we learned about like black history and all those things. And Mrs. Roebuck was a different type of teacher. And I talked with someone, I can't remember who it was, but like the, the idea of like having a black teacher and 
white students who aren't used to black par- who don't have black parents I, and I the way that she used to I don't think back I mean then even affected me or yeah I just yeah. I think I actually just loved her and it was I, I, I talk about like now where I, I feel like parents are so much more involved in the way that their children are disciplined and in school and things like that. And so I imagine someone that I th- I think the impression I th- that I have now is that now she ran into problems in the last like 10 years where people didn't like the way that she taught. Possibly. And so I just wonder. Which is back, horrible. Right. But I but I wonder back then, like, you know, the way that she talked to me, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily like. But there was nothing I could do about it because the way that my parents raised me, I I deserve to be talked to. I deserve to be kind of treated in that way, not in like a. Well, how'd being, she talk to you? Not me. What do you mean? You know better type of thing. Because she talked to me like my dad fucking talked to me. She talked to me like. Oh, a, she didn't talk to us like we were kids. She talked to us she, like she expected great things. And that's when you were an not. Adult. And that's not common with white teachers. I find. Okay. It, it what I find is like. Um, I think that's why I also loved her though. Like I don't know, she like. Was like, you guys aren't kids anymore. You need to grow up and I'm going to treat you like an adult if you can act like an Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I don't guess, know. I, just, I guess the way I, I guess I look, I, I I think I assume that white kids or just white people in general have a feeling when black people talk to them or look at them a certain way in a fear or an angry way type okay. of thing. Um, and that's what I imagine happened kind of with Mrs. Roebuck. I mean, to where definitely she's not, not with me, but I possibly so i guess that's where i'm just always like people that come from all these different backgrounds that have so many different like thoughts and and feelings and beliefs as they become adults but then when they look back at this what was a very she was a hard-nosed teacher black or white she was a very hard-nosed teacher she expected great things from her class yeah i guess she even said that all the time like i remember that and that was like listening position if you're not in it like she put up with nothing um, it was, it was I think harsh it's where I sort of tried though, because I loved the discipline and I loved yeah. like the correction and I don't know. So you were like, you weren't like put off by being, Oh, I was 100% tr- like te- teacher's pet. Oh no, yeah. I was a teacher's pet That's there. cool. Oh no. She, I think she loved me in her class. Like she, I have great memories. I don't have any bad memories of that. I've got to find her. Everyone loved her. Yeah, I just remember the very, I just remember the very strong uh, competition in grading. <laughs> with what do you I, mean? With oh, with, with, yeah. with Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne, I keep calling his name wrong, sorry. Yvonne, Yvonne. yeah. And that being like I'm a thing. I'm going to have to reach out to Yvonne now. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I feel like he went to like a LaSalle or GA I, after. I think he yeah. did, yeah. Because he definitely was in high school. No, I mean, I was a teacher's pet in every way and form in every class I was in. Wow. That was just what I did. I don't know if that's how I just got by. <laughs> I don't know. On purpose? Was that like a thing? No, I feel like it's even like to this day. Like you figure out who's like your the authority and you, you know, become friends and life is yeah, easier for you. If buttered you, up. Exactly. Mrs. Robo it's an easier way house. to um get through life if you're friends with the person who's in charge. Does Mrs. that make Ro- sense? Mrs. Robo used to call my house. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. She definitely did not call my house unless it was to well, say like nice things. I was aggressive. Yeah. You got in trouble. I was chasing girls around the schoolyard. Literally. I can't believe you don't remember. I this. have no recollection of that. I'm, I remember. So my greatest things like a recess kickball because I was really good at it and I loved competing against guys. Hmm. I hated recess or gym where we were separated boys and girls Yeah, because I hated playing with the girls. That's again, competitive side. Yeah, yeah. I loved it in high school 
when we just so happen to be together because they split us up, girls and guys in high school for gym. I don't know if you remember. And I loved it when we would all get together. I hated gym in high school. I hated it. I hated was so it because I found it to I found it to be below me. How horrible that sounds! Because I was in sports and we'd be playing stupid games, and half the girls didn't want to play, and they weren't athletic. And I was like, "This is a waste of my time." Let me ask you this: I get never- the aggressive side, competitive side. I just wanted to go play with the guys. So the days we'd play baseball together, or kickball together. I loved it. And it was probably like me wanting to be like show off a little bit. I don't know. Oh, I'm an athlete. Let's play together. I don't know. Can I I see this about Jim? I hate Jim. And a lot of people I've interviewed have talked about this. We didn't shower. (laughs) So you actually did sports where I assume you then went home and showered. Yeah. I would imagine. I have no idea. But yes. But like high school gym and then you don't shower. What the fuck? Am yeah. I right? Depending on what you're doing, of course. Anything. And like mat ball, everybody's like basketball, smelly then. hockey. Yeah. We all were just smelly. <laughs> Adolescents. I, I felt like I was the only one. I mean, I don't remember these things, but possibly, yeah. You say we were all smelly. I Everybody feel like. Everybody had to have been. I don't know. I, I just, I, that's why I was wondering. Like, I mean, I was a sweaty kid. So, I mean, to this day. I'm still sweaty. Yeah. So I don't know how I wasn't sweaty back then. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I'm sure I was self-conscious about it once upon a time, but not the things I think about now. I still think about it. Well, now this is what I do. So um <laughs> No, I would I mean, I remember the lock I know, I don't remember I no never taking a shower. Ever. Never, never, never did. Um what about like for sports? Did you take like like showers in the actual girls' locker room? Did you have showers in the girls? I'd never been in there. Did I don't you have know. Showers in the girls' locker room. I don't know. I the never guys did. had showers in the locker room. Maybe I never took a shower. Um, I would put on my sweats and just leave. But I mean, I was a sweaty kid, so I mean, definitely after basketball practice, I'd put on my sweats and go home and shower yeah. at home. I don't know. This bothers maybe me. This is, so maybe this is why I didn't have any boyfriends. Because you smell. Because <laughs> I was such a smelly, sweaty kid. Blows my mind. It like depresses me and like, you know, it's just like a, it's just eye opening of how improperly people view things or, you know, just completely out of the realm of reality, which I was circling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But having their own vision and but, like, the way we do stuff and to be, to live in reality. There was no scenario where I could have asked you out in high school and it would have, and you would have said yes. I don't know. I don't no, 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 no. Back. There is there is no scenario where that would have happened. What did you ever get asked out by guys where you turned them down? You don't have to say names. I don't know. Do you, I don't remember. Do any. you not remember? Do you were you not? Do you remember ever being like pined after? No. Wow, that breaks my heart because that's how <laughs> that is. I mean, not. Let me put it this way: not. From Wissahickon. I remember some guys from like LaSalle. Yeah. But, but not Wissahickon. Not in Wissahickon. You weren't like, you didn't feel like you were like. No, I think part. that's also why I didn't hang out with, I felt, I guess, more popular in the other crowds. And I think that's probably wow. why I went the other way. Yeah. I was like, oh, people like me here more. So I'm going to go there. Wow. Uh, I feel like that's like a lesson to be learned mm. of for kids like nowadays. Yeah. Don't like, don't cut yourself short. Yes. You know? Shoot for the stars. Shoot for the stars. <laughs> No, um, 
No, I mean, did you have it's a, very flattering, but no, I did you have a type? Like, were you like, were you into like a certain type of a guy? Were you, so you into like an athletic is, type or I a think nerdy type? It, or? So my husband is like, we would have never dated in high school, but I would have gone to all of his parties. So he was like that uh, bad guy, like the bad boy through the parties. His dad didn't care, you know, that kid. And you know who I had a crush on that reminds me a little bit of it was Doug King. Yeah. And they remind me a little bit of each other, but I wouldn't, I mean, I don't think I ever really hung out with Doug. He and I were in homeroom all together. I think we possibly like talked about maybe going to prom together. And he was like, mm -hmm. no, mm. like I think it was one of those. No. So I think it's people always say like they're like they date like or there'll be somebody like their father is my I am married to the complete opposite of my father. Um, and. But in high school, Dan and I talk about it like we would have been friends. We 100 percent wouldn't have dated. Why? He almost was suspended from school a million times. He was like that bad boy. But you were kicked off the off the. I know, but team. I never had detention. I think senior year I didn't miss a day of school either. I think I got like perfect attendance. I was such a nerd. I was such mm. a nerd that I came across a different way only because I played sports. But um, I was a goody two shoe nerd, and but you like I wanted everybody to like me. But you like to party. And you didn't like everyone else. Yeah. I don't know. So that's why I like <laughs> let loose. I let loose in college. Like everything just came together. It's fucking great. Um, no, I remember like stealing alcohol from my dad. Like, I don't know. Like I wanted to drink and have fun, but I didn't know how to do it. I think that's then why I went hmm. to college. And my brother was in a fraternity that my fresh, I'll never forget it. First week of freshman year in college, my older brother in a, like one of the popular fraternities. I had just made friends. Literally, we're in a circle freshman year. First day, I met these three girls on my floor. And the way I made friends with them, I was like, hey, my brother's having a fraternity party tonight. Do you guys want to come with me? Mm -hmm. So I was the girl. From day one, I was the one that brought people to the party. Right. And that was just always. And to this day, I don't think many people call me to go out. I'm always calling them. Like, I feel like you have to control your own life. And if you want to have fun you need to initiate it. Yeah. Very rarely does it go the other way. Very rarely does somebody call and be like, hey, let's go to have drinks. It's usually I'm initiating because I plan so far. In, I'm a planner. So I plan so far in advance. I'm like, oh, I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Let's get together. Mm. Um, so sometimes that bothers me that I'm like, oh, why don't people, more people reach out? But I'm the I've just said same you, way. you can create your own fun. So I, many times, I mean, I think back on like many of, nights that I've gone out recently and it's usually me initiating the invite, um, which is fine because again, I'm a party planner and that's how you have fun. And if I want to have fun, so my husband and I throw the New Year's Eve party. Mm -hmm. We're the ones that throw the huge party every year at our house because mm -hmm. we want to have fun and we know what we want. And every year it's at our house. Um, and many times where the, we throw, our house is normally the party house of all of our friends because we don't care. Yeah. Um, don't expect to have good food or decorations, but we'll have alcohol. Um, you can do what you want, but it's not like a classy party by any means. Um, we party in our unfinished part of the basement. We don't even let you hang out in the nice part of the house. It's like we push Slovenian you to was, the basement. It's like Slovenian was a our beer, our beer pong is in the unfinished part of the basement. Yeah. But, um, but it's always there. So I don't know. I just feel like I found my own way to have fun, but yeah. So I was more into like the bad boys, but I didn't really know it at the time. And yeah, I don't know. That was probably I more my type. A, yeah, I wasn't a bad boy. But then I kept dating these preppy boys from LaSalle and I was like, eh. See, that's, wait, so in college or high school? High school. So you were dating. Mm. 
LaSalle guys. I would go after. Yes, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't remember dating, dating any of them. I remember going to a lot of formals with even my brother's friends and he hated it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. When you were coming up to like the college time, mm-hmm. what did you think you wanted to do? I mean, there was no choice in our family. It was college. Um, so I only applied to three colleges. Penn State, where my parents both went. My brother was already at. Um, I didn't want to go there because my mom's best friend lives up there. So we've gone our whole life all the time to Penn State games. I loved it, but I want something different. I wanted to be my own person. <laughs> my aunt and uncle lived up there. Okay. So, I mean, I had people. And I was like, I, I want that because I loved the town. I loved the atmosphere. But I wanted I wanted to be on my own. Yeah. So I applied to UVA and UNC, really rich schools. Oh, so wow. Penn State was like the the Michael like, teaches at UVA. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, loved it. Charlottesville's great. So we went and like looked at all of them. I liked UNC the best because they also had like that like downtown area. I didn't get into UVA and UNC, which was sort of good because I think I would have gone there. Um, but I'm so happy I went to Penn State. Like I have mean? no regrets about going there. I just wanted to be a little different. What do you mean you thought it was it was good that you didn't go? I'm glad I didn't get in because it would have been a totally different life. I would have not had the connection with my brothers and because we all went to Penn State, uh. both brothers. I mean, my whole family went to Penn State and then we had a family there and it was. Would it have been horrible if you started a different? No, but I'm glad I went on the path I did. I have mm. no regrets okay. is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I can't imagine how life would have been. Somewhere else. Okay. I mean, Paige went to Duke, so I'm sure we would have connected more down there. It took there. her. Oh, did she? Uh, she did go right away. Yeah, and yeah. then she went to Penn State for yeah, her graduate. Right. But she hated Penn State. Yeah. And it's so funny when we talk about it. I'm like, how did you hate Penn State? But we had we were there at different times. She was much older. She wasn't even there when Rich was there, my older brother, because he went back for his grad school because they were really close. So Paige was really, really close with my family, even to this day. Um, she always calls him like her stepbrother and stuff like that. Like just a very close relationship. And uh, – if he was at grad school while she was there, I think they she might have had like a little more fun, like maybe hung out a little bit with him and his friends. But I think she just did her thing and moved yeah. on. She was there honestly for school. Yeah. And that was it. Where I was there for the experience and I went to class. I did younger. very well. You I were mean, younger too. Yeah. I like went to courses and did well and you know. What was your major? Uh marketing. Marketing. With a minor, I think, in management. So yeah. So how do how, do you pick that when you're in high school? Yeah, I never changed. How do you pick that? I mean, it was business administration, I think, as you start, and then you have to pick something, I think, a year or two in. I don't know. I just always knew – I knew I always wanted to do something probably on the selling marketing side. I knew I always had a personality where I could talk with people and sell stuff, whatever it was. Um, and now I sell new homes, so that's what I do for a living. So I sell new construction homes. Oh, wow. So I don't sell small, sell small stuff. I sell big stuff. Um and the way I got into selling for Ryan Homes right out of college was a guy came into our selling class. I literally was a sales class and started talking about working at Ryan like he worked there. And it, I don't know what it was. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to interview. And then I ended up getting a job. So I worked there for five years, took a year off, worked for my husband's company. That's the year we got married. It was called the year of Christy. It was the most liberating, beautiful year of my life. I hate your calling yourself I had, that. I loved it. Oh, Christy. Christy. Yeah. It was the year of Christy. Um, Who? Yeah. The year of that person. Um, 
But I, I worked for my husband. We got married that year. It was such and you met so him, relaxing. You met him at Pence? I forget you no, said. No, so we met during the summer in Ocean City. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Through a mutual friend. He went to high school with this girl, and she was in my sorority. This okay. girl, Piper, that I talked about before. Um, and then we did long distance. I went to Australia. I studied abroad in Australia. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Came back with an Australian accent. <laughs> like joke Nicole is Kidman. That became like my home country. Yeah. Um, that happens to a lot of people. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow, when she married the dude from Coldplay, she got a British accent. I mean, uh, Alec, I was made fun of a lot. Alec her, Baldwin's uh, wife now is, is being accused of having a fake Spanish accent. She's not I mean, Hispanic in any way. that much. When did you meet? Oh, we met when we were 20. So you met when we were 20. We so, married when we were 28. So for seven years. You we were, had a two-year engagement. Okay. Which is also not, fun. Um, you mean that sarcastically? No, I actually meant it was the greatest oh, thing ever. Okay. Um, there's no reason to rush it. An engagement is so much fun. Like everyone wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to. Yeah, you get like, to. It's a highlight. And you don't have to rush anything. Oh, yeah. It's, it's coming up in like a year and a half. And it was more of my husband. Don't worry, you'll get the push, invite. Kept pushing it out. And then we decided Costa Rica and we decided then we sent the wedding invites. At, I actually did a message in the bottle. This oh, that's was, cool. I actually, yeah, I'm not even creative, but I did a really good job with this. I actually rolled Why are you up slamming thing. yourself for that? I've never been creative ever. This is during the the summer where I remember I you said just the, came up with a great idea. It was a message in the bottle, and you just slammed yourself for it. I know because I've never. It was only the only time in my life that I was creative. That, this is the this <laughs> is time. it. People okay. have kept this. Like there I'll are some shut of my up. Friends. Yeah. T- tell us your shining only moment. Time. Tell so us. message in the bottle was maybe the invitation or the invitation. The save the date was something else. But we had to give people a huge heads up because we wanted people to come. What did you like about it? Dave? What? What's the name? What's the name? Dan. Dan. I knew it was a D. I'm not paying that much attention <laughs> okay. to his details. I understand. Uh, what I wouldn't you, either. What did you Nothing like about him? What? What did you like about him? I mean, I don't know. It's only been uh, 18 years. But but what was like so great? Mm. What did he have going on? I mean, he sings. He cooks. He has a boat. He, the first day I met him, he was the guy that brought the beer when the party ended or was ending and he kept the party going. He's fun. Yeah. So I feel like the story I do need to tell is uh, the story of also my uh, kids' names. Yeah. So your kids yeah. are f- uh, five and five and fifteen months. Fifteen months. So Willow and Alora, but Alora's real name is Alora Dannon. Yeah. So can I just tell you? Yeah. Do you know it? So I'm. Yeah. Because when fil- I find like the person that really knows the history, I'm, I'm a film major. There you go. Then you probably know. I went to, you know, I went to film school. So what's it? What's it from? And when I was a very young kid, I went to like YMCA camp where we had this really super cool counselor that used to take us like off the camp, off the campgrounds and take us to like field trips sometimes to like her, his friend's house. So, I mean, probably would have gotten a lot of trouble in today's world. Sometimes <laughs> there's like one specific time we went to this guy's house or girl. I can't remember. We went to like this, this guy's house though. And we watched. A movie mm-hmm. and we watch and this is like how the movie like is in my head we watched willow mm-hmm. so yeah so my husband as i mentioned before a funny guy and uh came home one day when i was pregnant he's like we're gonna name this we didn't know if we were a boy or girl yet and he would come up with the most ridiculous names if we had a boy it was going to be a tray you from the never-ending story <laughs> thank god we don't have any boys i feel so bad laughing because these are your kids <laughs> no, i'm not laughing this like- is a huge thing to the point i had to stop the conversation i couldn't handle the name atreyo and everybody that knows us knows this story really well it's it's not even hidden he now wants somebody to name their child atreyo he's like or we have a third kid i'm like we are not having a third child so that's not happening okay. 
Atreyu from the Evermind story. We have a dog. His name's Odin. But I was like, if we do have an Atreyu, you need like a Falcor. Thor's dad? Yes. There you go. And then there's Loki is one of his brother, his brother's dog. And I was so pissed when he named his dog Loki because I wanted I wanted to have Loki. I thought you wanted a kid? No, I wanted a dog. Uh, my next dog was going to be Loki. I wanted Odin, Thor, Loki. Oh like, my and then gosh. his brother took it. I was like, so what the what's with fuck? you in sci-fi fantasy? What is? Uh, not me. Not me at all. Your husband is 100%. a sci-fi fantasy? I just go along with it. So he came home one day thinking he was so funny with the name Willow. He's like, we're going to name him after a little person. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was like, well, not if it's a boy. That won't work well. Like, I, I entertain all of his little ideas. And, uh, and I say it with that as a eye roll because he has a lot of really ridiculous ideas. And I was like, as a girl, I think it's really pretty. So the name Willow, 100% is named after work. She is named after work, David. And that is, that's life. So I Val, was pregnant the again. Val Kilmer movie. Val Kilmer. Yeah. I mean, I honestly thought we'd call her Peck. You're like, like I really thought only Peck person. was going to pick up. Like, never happened. Legit, you're the only person I've ever known to reference that movie other than it's not a good movie. It's god awful. We actually tried to show Willow with the other day. What's going on here? Like, what's we tried to show Willow with the other day, and she's like, "This is really Chrissy, bad." Turn this it would off. be like if, I, like, if I were, if this was reverse, and you were doing a high school podcast, yeah. and I'm telling you about how I convinced my wife to name our kids after wrestlers, and you would just go like, "What the Why? fuck? Why?" But Willow has a. She fits the name so well. She's a great little Willow. She hasn't grown. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds horrible for I forgot you're not allowed to talk like that anymore. Oh, I'm so glad you said it. Um, <laughs> no, in my life, in my world, I'm going to keep it 100%. in 100. Can you keep that? I'm saying I'm keeping it in so that I keep it in. But uh, I recognize in my world, that was wrong. That is and- totally fine. Um, <laughs> so so when I was pregnant the second time again, Dan's like, oh, it's going to be a trail. We're going to have a boy. What was a trail? From Neverending Story. Oh. If we had a boy, why? And he's like, we're gonna call because him Trey. Because he's just a big. And to tell you the truth, is that he, Brandon? Is that uh, no? He just thought it was funny. Who? What is Atreyu? Atreyu is from Neverending Story. Oh. He's the boy. He's a. It's a German name, and actually, is that Brandon? Is that uh, Brandon? Uh, uh, what's his name? I actually don't know that. The heart, thro- the heartthrob. Uh, no, he's just some boy. Like, uh, I don't God, know I can't remember. Is. The guy who's the star, and God, this is gonna drive me fucking crazy because he's in. He looks like the guy from. I don't think this kid actually went into anything else. I don't know. From Never Understood. My favorite part of Never Ending Story is the turtle who says I'm allergic to humans, and he just like sneezes on him constantly. It's my favorite scene of that movie. But um, Brandon. anyway, he was stuck on a tray. You again? Thank God we found out the sex of the baby early because I couldn't handle it. And he's like Alora Dannon. I'm like, we're not having a child named Alora Dannon. It's a lot of words. But Jonathan okay. Jonathan Brandis. What did he go and do? He died, but he was in Sequest. Okay. He was the kid, yes. from, the, the kid from Sequest. Like he was a heartthrob. He was in that that um, that uh, Chuck Norris movie Sidekicks. He was, he was a heart like he, like. Yeah, he was in Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield, where he has to dress like the girl to play soccer. That was that's not the same person. Yeah, it's all the same guy. He's never so there's story. a so there's a girl in that movie who everybody told me I looked like the girl who takes her glasses off like to play soccer. For the longest time in the movie Ladybugs when I was little. Yeah, you're right. That's the same guy? Yeah, never ending, never ending yeah. story. He's the he guy looks on very the, different when he was little in Never Ending Story. That's him. That is him little. He died at like like 19. He looked different in the movie. I just watched the movie. <laughs> anyway. You watch this a lot? We we just we just showed it to Willow because she's heard the name of Trey. Chrissy, a million I just want to talk to you and argue with you forever. Um, 
I didn't know he was that. That was the same guy from Ladybugs. Anyway, so we came up with Alora Dannon. So her name is Alora Dannon, but her first name's Alora. Middle name Dannon because I refuse to have like a double name. She so did do the name. Oh, her name's Alora Dannon. So we call her Ellie majority of the time, but her name's Alora. So it's all from the movie Willow. All right, so she, that's where we came from at all. And if we because ever have a, because you let your husband pick the names, of course, it's just easier in life. Sometimes you just give in. I just. I had no names. I could have cared less. And to tell you the truth, I really like the names. Like yeah, Willow cool is a names. really it's great just, name. And nobody else has these I names. I can't imagine not, selling it. I just, the sell is just crazy. When he me. comes in so giddy. I never have the guts. <laughs> I guess you got to know Dan to understand it. But this is the other side of it. So when we were getting married, he did not want a wedding band. Okay. And to this day, he still doesn't wear one. But uh, finally. Yours when, is shiny thank you yeah um he comes home one day and he's like i got it i will get a wedding band only if it says one ring to rule them all from lord of the rings what a fucking loser exactly this guy guy. is this solid chrissy is this this is this is serious all right so i was like what the fuck like Fine. I don't care you what you get engraved into your ring. Do you think about recording from this whole thing? No, like, no. All right. I re- reply back with only he's if mine says me. my precious. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so my wedding band says my precious on its own is adorable. In relationship to is the it? movie is incredibly creepy. Is it When adorable? we went to the jeweler and told them, they're like, you want what? You guys sound like fucking nerds. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not. <laughs> right. You're a cool kid. But he kid. came back out of nowhere. And he was just like, I don't want a wedding band unless it says that. But he said it like he was giggling when he said it. He's like, Ryan and I were talking about blah, 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 blah. I was like, you guys are ridiculous. So anyway, the day after our wedding, he goes to the pool in Costa Rica. And he, do you know the movie Lord of the Rings? I watched, I've watched the three. I don't like them at all. Okay. I saw it. So he takes the ring, throws it in the pool and says, some things are best left forgotten, which is one of the sayings and they, where they take the ring and throw it. This makes me want to rewatch it. He, this is the first thing that makes me want to watch the movie. He lost the ring in the pool. It's <laughs> our wedding band the day after the wedding. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He has not worn, I, and he does it all. Because you're the only one that cares. I guess. About it's the an band. expensive ring. Yeah, but he doesn't really care. He he cared about being married. The ring meant nothing. Yeah, the ring meant nothing. And he never wears it. So he would only ever wear it to weddings then. And, but every time he put it on, because he never wore it, he would throw it in my drink glass and would say the same thing. Some things are better left for done. One time, I forgot it was my glass. I gave it to the bartender. Totally forgot it was there. Realized it 15 minutes later. He's like, where's my ring? And I was like, my whole like body just like dropped. Turn that Last in. time he's worn it. Turn it's been in, in our safe since. Ago. He's not allowed to wear it again. Yeah. I think I'm going to melt it down and do something else with it because it's just a waste. Mm. Um, other than the fact it's engraved with something that like is hilarious to me. So I know we're running out of time. Yeah. We've been chatting a while, but yeah, we're running out of time. This is why I said I was insistent. I was like, if I can have four. And I said, it's completely selfish. If I can have four hours. Yeah, like, we did. We'd love to right? have four hours. And we needed the entire four hours. Yeah, it doesn't even seem like that long. I, I need to get a pen, but I'll just let you look at the Shady Grove. Yeah, I found this. Oh, you have a heart around it? Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, you have Colleen circled as a heart, too. I know. So that's that was like a secret to this point, because can I be honest? And I'll leave this in, but like, I don't remember Colleen being a crush. And then so I funny. and then I looked at the at 
at the Shady Grove. And I was like, I guess she was. I love how you have like these hearts. So this is now, now that you've looked at the other ones, this is the moment where I tell you that this is super cool because all of these have been over Zoom for the past year. Mm-hmm. Or past eight months, nine months. And no one's been able to sign my yearbook except for, I would love to. Except for Chrissy Shuck. And like the dream of my life is to be able to have Chrissy Krause sign I my mean, yearbook. This one will. We've got, right, like 20 years later. It doesn't matter. This is what the whole podcast is about. Soccer 9, 11, 12, because 10 was just, you're breaking bad. I was breaking bad. Basketball 9 through 12. Golf 9 through 12. I gotta be honest, I've never looked at this to like realize that. National Honor Society 11 through 12. Varsity Club 10 through 12. Key Club 9 through 12. I was a loser. I, I mean, yeah. Key Club 9 through 12. What was Key Club? What is Key Club? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Okay. P-Y-E-A. A prestigious thing you maybe have. Mm-hmm. I mean, what really was it? I have no idea. P-Y-E-A. Yeah, Society and Varsity Club were the only ones I think I actually cared about. P-Y-E-A. No, no. Okay. That was 11 and 12. Student Council, 12. P-Y- yeah. P-B-L-A, 9. And Students Against Drunk Driving, which you said you're still. Oh, fit. you guys talk. You guys bash safeties. Need to talk about safety. Oh, you're a fucking safety. Oh, I was a captain. Of course you are. Colleen and I were captains. Yeah, of course you are. Colleen, you just age like nine, maybe? you just like dry snitching on people. We were. <laughs> I remember. Go ahead, defend it. Who was it? Oh, we were, and I was such. Maybe you're gonna was ruin my crush right now. Go ahead. I need to be in control of everything, so it was right up my personality. Um, <laughs> and I might have been a. Ca- I'm pretty sure I was a captain. With Colleen and Steve DeSantis, maybe mm. Paige was a lieutenant, or this was like a combination. I remember having to like report people, but yeah, like this was a hierarchy thing. Like yeah. you and Chrissy were talking about it. Yeah. Eight, they should never do that. <laughs> oh my God. I can't tell you what that does for my soul. It was, Chrissy. you think back on it, I was like, why did they put us against, they pinned us against each other. They picked the kids that are like, you're a goody two shoes. You're going to tattletale. You tell us everything that's going on. Yes. Oh my god! I mean, at the time, I thought it was cool as shit. Yes, <laughs> you wanted to be a tattletale. Yeah, the teacher just telling you, like, and I told you I was like a um, uh, teacher's pet. Yeah, I mean, and the teacher's like, to be tell, a captain of the tell safety? us everything that's going on. What I what are they was doing? A pet. Yeah. Oh, I was a captain. Oh I need I needed to bring that up. <laughs> that makes me feel good that you actually. It did had that. to have been the. I mean, I know. I knew Paige, Colleen, and I were definitely in the hierarchy, and I know Steve DeSantis was. I don't remember anybody else. And it makes sense. The four of us would be. And a couple of us were captains or lieutenants. And I don't even know why and voted. But I think we had to run for it. Or maybe we were voted in by the teachers. teachers probably. By the They're teachers. Like, Who's going to tell us the most? Yeah. Not Who's the like, biggest snitch? Who, exactly. Who's we're the just, biggest snitch in the school? Which one's the biggest bitch that like is going to I didn't say here? bitch. I said snitch. I no, said don't put bitch. that on me. You look back on it and you're like, oh, my God. I was like that person. But whatever. Life is a journey, not a destination, was, and I just can't tell what tomorrow brings. Aerosmith. Yeah. I thought my quote. No, I looked what it up. What song is that? Um, horrible song. I thought my quote was. Well, I, I need. To, I need to know because oh, I mean, I'll look it up, but it's gonna oh, be. The, it's um, It's gonna be the fucking Instagram picture. Oh, it was. It's gonna um, be the Instagram oh, post. <laughs> I need to know what photo. By the way, I need to okay the photo that you use as your like your photo. All right. But um, you're uh. It's a horrible song by Aerosmith. I hate Aerosmith, actually. I really, truly thought if you asked me without me looking what my quote was, it would have been Shawshank. 
Um, and it would have been, uh, I've had too much drink. Um, (laughs) I say it all the time too. Give me a second. I'll come back to it. Um, I really never thought that was it. I actually told people every, all the time it was quoted Shawshank. Yeah. Which I think is a great movie. You weren't that prolific. I was definitely not an Aerosmith loser. Mom, dad, thanks for believing rich, Eric, good luck in all you do. Paige, you'll always be part of the family. Mm-hmm. Carl, Brooke, K, which I'm guessing is Katie. Yeah. Liz. Lizzie. Oh, Lizzie. Uh, Mal and Annie never forget the laughs. To the mm-hmm. rest of the crew, never stop having fun. It's crazy. You were just like best friends with all my crushes. You know. What a crew. We had a crew. What a fucking crew. Was this good? I don't know. You, you don't back and listen to it. No, I mean like the podcast. Oh, the podcast. Yes. Does, did it not feel good? It felt great. All right. That was my conversation with Chrissy Krause. Chrissy was a really good sport about this podcast and rolled with a lot of the fun that I wanted to have. In addition to just being really open in a way that I don't think people knew Chrissy before. As someone that looked at Chrissy as unapproachable growing up, despite my crush, it was great to hear Chrissy open up about her fears about getting busted even like her name changes, which is something that I've really wondered about and was too afraid to ask prior, and even laughing about the process of naming our kids. The beach thing tripped me out for a minute, finding out that we were living a block from each other. I had this hang up about missed opportunities, but after this whole conversation, I guess I don't look at this as a missed opportunity because I don't really think I ever had a chance to get Chrissy's attention in school or at the beach. I clearly wasn't on her radar, which is the manifestation of thought that prevented me from talking to Chrissy while growing up in the first place. So at least I'm getting over those initial fears and I was able to actually have like a sensible conversation with her. I can't thank Chrissy enough for coming in person and giving me as much of her time as she did and being ready to laugh and have fun. Hopefully that all came through on the podcast and on the video, which is available at youtube.com slash redshirtplaya. Like and follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at WWFNHS and at We Weren't Friends in High School, respectively. And I am at Red Shirt Playa everywhere. In a little less than two weeks, there will be a special early release episode of We Weren't Friends in High School 220. February 18th is the 20th anniversary of the passing of our classmate and my best friend, Ray Campion. And I've talked about Ray a good amount on the podcast, and we've had some classmates share some memories of Ray. But on February 18th, which is a Thursday, my guest will be Pam Durante, a.k.a. Pam Lacey. Pam and Ray struck up a friendship when Ray started working with Pam at Sports Authority. It was a completely separate friendship that Ray had from the rest of our little group. And Pam had her own unique mix of friends from Wissahickon and other school districts as well. So I thought it would be awesome to hear Pam's memories of our friend in addition to the rest of Pam's Wissahickon experience. Basement parties, being the ringleader of Dave Matthews Band concerts leaving college early, and most recently building a family with her husband and newborn daughter. This is a show I've wanted to do in some form since I started the podcast, and I'm really, really, really happy Pam was able to do this with me. That is all for me. So I will be back in less than two weeks on a Thursday morning, February 18th, with my guest, Pam Durante, a.k.a. Pam Lacey. Later.